To welcome, welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Talento My Taylor, aka Talent El Idolo Deportivo Taylor, Talent aka New Year Save the Bear Taylor, Talent aka the Motor Mouth of the South Taylor, aka Mr. Energy. Yo, it's another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. Ooh, boy. It is officially January 30th. Current temperature right now is... Where we at today? Where we at today? 72 degrees. We had highs of 83 today, lows of 68. Welcome to officially volume 8, episode 54, track 508 of the My T Sports Podcast. Boy, do we have a big show lined up for you today. Listen, we're going to get into it all. I already know that you know. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, let's bring this down just a little bit for you guys. It's a little bit better. All right, I know you guys already know we we got we got the Super Bowl that's officially set. We gonna get into those winners, those losers, all of that. We got a Bluetooth promo code for you guys again. I hope you actually actually you know what the Bluetooth promo code is actually going up right now on the bottom of the screen if you guys are watching the tickler. So we got a Bluetooth promo code for you guys again today as well. We're going to talk about the Empire Trash building, right? We're going to talk about these soft superstars, these superstar refs. We got we got birthday shoutouts, allegedly, to give out. You know how we do. We try, we try to do a little birthday shout-out every single time that we start the podcast, right? And listen, listen, we got this week's Power Rankings. We got Jalen Hurts' pa- I didn't write anything down about Jalen Hurts' parents. I may save that for Wednesday show. Wednesday show, we're gonna talk about Jalen Hurst Pants. I don't know if we're gonna have time today. I really don't know if we're gonna have time today. We got Ken <clears throat> we got Candace Parker moving. We got Brianna Stewart possibly moving. We got Rocky striking back again. The garden was saved. Thank God the garden was saved. We got the NBA tread deadline. Brooklyn versus LA going on right now. That may have just wrapped up. We have all that and more coming up next right here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. But you know what we say here. Regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, it's always a blast on the Mighty Sports Podcast. And, and you know what? We know we like to get co- we like to get some inspirational words in here. Coach, help us out. You to win the game. Hello? Mm-mm-mm. And that is definitely true. Let's go ahead and get into our Mighty Topic of the Day. Mighty! Right? And if you guys don't know, our mighty topic of the day is the very first topic that we like to talk about. It's the kind of topic that kind of supersedes all other sports topics. Kind of a sidebar from sports. Let's go find something else to watch, first of all. I told you one game just ended. 
So let's go find the next game that we need to put on. Because we like to have a little game going on in the background. And while I do have the very last Monday Night Raw of the year playing, because I'm super behind. I still want to see what's on tonight. Damn. There's not a lot of choices. Sacramento and Minnesota. That's a good one. Sacramento being the best team in the... Being the best team in Cali right now. Golden State Warriors versus Oklahoma City. Uh, we'll see. We'll peep into that. We'll peek into that just a little bit. Washington versus San Antonio Spurs. Ah. Detroit versus Dallas. You get to see Luka, but... Maybe a little bit of the rookie Ivy... Maybe we'll peek into that a little bit later. We got Toronto versus Phoenix. You know, I mean, we'll be the only reason we'll watch that game is to scout a couple of players from Toronto. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. Is that Bubs? That's a, no, that's not Bubs. What's going on, collectibles? What's going on? I haven't seen you in a while. It's been it's almost been since our last wrestling event. That's been a while, while. How you been? How have you been? So let's see. You know what? Let's start with Sacramento, Minnesota. We'll go from there, and then we'll go around the league and see how everything is, how everything else is working for tonight. All right, let's start off with our mighty topic of the day. Now, I had a different topic lined up for today, and then I got blindsided. I got completely blindsided. So, we may have a double whammy, right, for our mighty topic of the day, because. There's some things I just can't let off the hook, but there's also some things that you just can't let slide. You, you just can't, you, it's just so good to pass up as well too, right? So our first mighty hour, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Mighty topic of the day goes out to Brevin Galloway. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this name, but Brevin, Gal Be Brevin Galloway. The... Guard out of Clemson. Recently he's in the hospital. Recently was hospitalized. Oh yeah. Recently hospitalized. Big things happening. Big, big things happening, right? Recently hospitalized because his nut exploded. Pardon me for a second. Sorry. Allergies. Always. His nut exploded. Now, can I tell you I caught this story while while breezing through like the what's trending topics, and you know, and you know, and, and, and this is like, kind of like Friday, right? Because we did our first ever freestyle Friday uh, for Friday show. We will have that show up pretty soon. Um, but for that, but. We just couldn't pass it up. Like, that's honestly what it was. We, we could not pass that up whatsoever. And what ended up happening, right? What really ended up happening was that it's like a car wreck that I couldn't turn away from. Okay, Sacramento game, right? We have the Sacramento Kings um, with 93 and Minnesota with 94. There's about two and a half minutes left into the game. Anthony Edwards just dropped the bucket to put Minnesota up by three. Yeah, we'll stay here. We'll stay here until the end of the game. Ooh, with the running floater. All right, back to a one-point game. De'Aaron Fox with the runner. Wants a little bit of contact, but we, we already know that you have, to, you have to really earn it these days to get contact to get a contact call from the ref. We'll get into that a little bit later on the show as well. So, our mighty topic of the day. Back into our mighty topic of the day. All right? Mighty! Thank you. 
Get me back on track. Clemson guard Brevin Galloway recently was hospitalized because his nut exploded. And autom- automatically, I had to click. Automatically, I had to click. You know, this is one of my what's trending for me topics. I had to click. Couldn't turn away. It was a car crash. And I'm not a rubbernecker. But, but, but. <laughs> I kind of sounded like something else for half a second. Well, I'm not a rubbernecker, right? <laughs> um, but I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. They, they got me. I clickbait. Because I wanted to see the video. Like, if there was a video involved, I wanted to see how did you bust your nut. <laughs> right? Like, 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 like I, I guess, I guess, call it my, 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 my porn addiction, right? Like, but, but I was curious automatically. Ooh, Anthony Edwards is over thirty points today. I wanted to see. Ooh, Darren Fox at the free throw line missed his free throw. Sacramento gets the ball, gets the offensive ball. They get the ball back. Right, game was 96-98. Darren Fox is a step back. Three-pointer, Sacramento up by one. Nobody is talking about what De- what um what De'Aaron Fox is doing this year. He he could possibly win. Was it comeback? Was it most else? Nah, what 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 did they give most improved player? There we go. That's what I'm thinking of. He can get most improved player this year. Because honestly, ooh, Matt Barnes with the block, but they call a foul at the rim. Honestly, he's having one of those MVP like seasons, but like Memphis's guard, I don't know why I'm forgetting John ja, ja Morant's name. <laughs> All right. Um. Rudy Gobert is 17 points and 12 rebounds, 7 for 9 shooting at the line right now. Let's see if he puts up a clanker with his team down by one. No, he makes it. So, minute and a half left in this game. Game is tied 99. We're gonna party like it's 1999. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ooh, Darren Fox rocking him to sleep. Bucket in the bucket in the paint. What a one ninety nine. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's get back into it. Let's get back into it. I had to click, right? And automatically, right? When because of like, I don't know if you guys felt um feel this way, but the moment that I heard that he busted his nut, right? I was like, okay, I want to see the video. I want to see. What kind of blunt trauma he took to the scrotum to cause him to bust his nut, right? Because I'm thinking it's going to be a basketball play or something like that. I mean, you know how, because you know, I say it happens, it happens. Like, we've seen players accidentally get kicked in the jaw, right, because, like, um, from players um, jumping by on a closeout. So it wouldn't be surprised that hey maybe maybe you know maybe he maybe somebody Draymond greened him. You never know. Remember when Draymond Green was was out here kicking everybody in the dick and calling his and calling it an accident. <laughs> you notice how that that natural movement is no longer in his in, in, in his body muscle memory, right? 
<clears throat> Ooh, who's that? I like that jacket. It's pretty dope. It's a bandana kind of look. So like I said, so so call me a weirdo, right? But I, I wanted I wanted to see the tragedy. I wanted to see the trauma. I wanted to see what what play happened because I wanted to know if it was a routine play, if it was just something that if it was just something that freakish happened on the court. I, I, I was thinking something happened on the court, but I didn't, no, no, that's not what happened to Brevin Galloway, Clemson guard who bust his nut. He went to go work out. <clears throat> he was clanging and banging. Went home, took a nap, woke up, exploded sack. That's, that's literally all it was. So, in a weird way, I'm under the assumption that there's some other factors that we don't know, right? Unless exploding sacks is just a normal thing for guys that work out. And if that's the case, why are, why are we all rushing to work out if... If, if, if the side effect of lifting dumbbells is exploding sack, I'd rather be fucking fat. <laughs> like, fuck that. So, back to it. I have a feeling that there's something else involved. Like, he took a pre-workout, but the night before he was drinking... But he also popped a Zandy and a Blue Chew. You know, you know what I mean? You know, you, you know I, I don't, I don't want to say he was partying. We're not gonna say he's a drug addict. I'm gonna say he was partying. Maybe I, I feel like they did something weird, right? Like, like maybe he was taking shrooms and and then also took a Blue Chew. Like, like I, I don't know why. I don't know why I keep going to Blue Chew, even though Blue Chew is one of our spots. I feel like he took something that overstimulated his heart, overstimulated his blood flow. That's what I feel like. That's reason why also the first thing I went to was like maybe he took a pre-workout. You know what I mean, he took, he took something to to open up those blood vessels, and I think in doing that, maybe he caused a little bit too much blood flow to head down to the sack, and next to you know, black, 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 black. You know who knows? Maybe he got maybe he got overstimulated the night before, didn't get a chance to bust that nut. Maybe he was suffering from blue balls and took a pre workout. <laughs> Again. There's not enough information that has passed out. I I, I am doing a whole bunch of of of, of reckless of, of reckless uh, like, like speculation here, but I, I'm thinking off the top of the dome, right? Like I, I'm, I'm you know what they do, you know you know remember what they taught us in school, like when you, you get that thought cloud. That's what I'm doing. I'm thought cloud, and I'm just like pulling all those thought ideas, and I'm like, okay, what else could possibly just cause a motherfucker to bust a whole entire nut, right? While he's working out, when people have worked out all the goddamn time, and you just don't hear about nut busting being a regular thing, or is it? And I just don't know about it because I'm not part of the workout community. Like, like you guys tell me, hit me up in the chats. You guys, you guys, let me know. Is is testicular explosion a common thing for people that work out now? If your answer is well, yeah, were you taking a pre-workout or or or, or post-workout or during workout? Like like do like like were you taking cocaine to help you work? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like I want to know like every little detail like like from from your from your medicated habits like leading up to that explosion, your party habits and your drinking habits. 
your eating habits, your your sexual stimulation habits. Did you recently get kicked in the ding ding or not? Like I want to know all of. I should make a questionnaire. <laughs> I should definitely just make a questionnaire. But I'm I'm curious. Like all of that right now is on my mind. Like you guys, you guys, let me know. Hit me up in the chat. Right, the chat, the chats is all open. And if you're listening, don't forget that you, there are ways to call in and interact with the show as well. If you like to call in, you can call in through, you can call in through Instagram, you can call in through Podbean, or you can hit me up directly on my phone line. Yeah, I'll answer phone. We answer phone calls directly. We take phone calls on the air, fully on the air. And Podbean is actually number one way for you, to, the easiest way for you to get connected to us. A few of you, a few very special few of you, maybe like twenty of you, may have the the back channel line. If you have that, that's officially open as well. I don't know, what, there's a back channel line, of course. You guys don't know that by now? Every radio, listen, listen, listen. It's not, it's not just me. I'm not, it's not just me over here being biased and doing crazy off the wall shit. Ooh, I forgot I was liquor for a second. I really did. What's the other thing I was drinking? Ooh. And the regulation. This game is tied 103. We get overtime again. Let's see if California is going to be involved in another overtime controversy. But look, De'Aaron Fox drives to the lane. Right, that's the last play of the game. Is the last play of the game? Yeah, look at that. Nobody complaining about fouls there. Nobody complaining about fouls there. Yeah, you don't, you don't see nobody over here overreacting. You know what I mean? Banging on the ground, like like look looking like they just discovered that the planet of the apes was also the planet of the man. Why you destroyed it? You destroyed everything. And I, you know, it could have been something like that, but it's not. But let's get back into let's get back into Brevin Galloway for half a second, right? While his nut did inflame and explode, right? He obviously he went to the hospital, right? They put him in a little. little that's not funny. Phone. My phone has perfect comedic timing, but <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> um. He um he he got surgery, right? Put him in the anesthesia. He got some surgery. Um, his balls are back to 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 normal size. That's what he said. That's what that's what he says. On his Instagram, right? They're back to normal size. That's the report. But the outside of his safety, right? Obviously, which is probably the most important thing that out of, out of all of this, right? Is his safety. The higher stakes, the better Kansas City defense plays. All of Steph Curry's ejections. Listen, I just got some notifications. I want to see what, if it was anything worthwhile. Whoa, we're down to 9%? Hold up. Hold, are we not charging the way I want to charge? Oh no, the phone ain't gonna last like this. We ain't gonna last at all like this. What are we charging here over here? We are not charging. Why are we charging? Because I didn't stick it in all the way. Sounds like a user error. My bad. But every time I stick it all, all the way, you say ouch. Like shit. Or. Which I assume is, I assume is phone for ouch. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, the most interesting thing, right? So, obviously, the biggest thing here is that his safe that that um is that is that Brevin Galloway is um is safe. 
right? His nuts is back to normal. Uh, any other further updates about the functionality of his ball sack? I, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have in-depth details about that. But the very cool and interesting thing, right? Right, that did happen was that he got himself a nutty nil deal out of it, which shit. A win's a win, right? This week, like, yo, a win's a win. A win's a win. A win's a win. A win's a win. Like, you, you, I'm, I'm, I, I, like, I'm sorry. Like, you can't, I mean, you can't beat that. Like, you, you have a tragedy. And as a college player, they were like, yo, let's go ahead and find a way to get you paid from your pain. And, Listen, isn't that what half of the entertainment world does anyway? Especially when you're singers, you get paid from your pain. R&B singers, like, like, like they, they make up, break up, and they sing about it, right? So, let's, 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 let's continue. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm looking for. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to mute this, though. Now, second topic of the day, second mighty topic of the day, which is the original mighty topic of the day. I ain't gonna lie, Stone Cold Steve Austin, as I'm watching this little interaction, not only does he look old, he looks drunk and old. <laughs> listen, I'm not gonna be, I, I won't, be, I won't be, yeah, listen, yeah, he definitely. I wouldn't be shocked. If Stone Cold was definitely tipsy or twisted before this match, like at this point in time, like who's gonna stop Stone Cold from making sure that he's shit faced drunk if he wanted to be one before a match? As long as he don't act like the Sandman did that one time, right? If you don't know, go look it up. Sandman drunk in indie wrestling. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That 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 was one that was one of the big unprofessional moments in wrestling that that you hope never ever ever happens again, and and I can't remember who it happened to, but if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it happened to somebody that I am friendly with in the wrestling world. I don't I can't say it, like I don't know them personally. Right? You know, most most of them I don't keep in contact with personally. Right? Some of them I do, some of them I don't. Right? Some of them we see each other in passing, some of them we don't. You know what I mean? Some of them we stay in college. You know, we stay in Facebook, some of them we don't. But bonds are built every day. And it's how you hold on to those bonds and how you cherish them. It's really, really you know, let me stop rambling about bullshit. All right, let's continue. <laughs> I'm trying to be all enlightened and shit. It's the way that you hold on to these bonds and you nourish them. That turns them from a ember. To a raging, burning forest of love. Like, no, fuck off. Because <laughs> right now, I, 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 have, I may have, like, a burning rage, but it's not a forest of love. It is complete and utter disgust. And, and when I say disgust, right... Do I have a reason to play this for any time? Any any reason anytime soon? I don't think I do. Okay. 
When I say disgust, I mean like true and utter disgust from what I've seen recently from the Empire Trash Building. Ew. Ooh. Sorry, I'm watching the best of from <laughs> the <laughs> the best of this year from WWE, and they're showing the match with Sami Zayn versus um, Johnny Knoxville. When Johnny Knoxville ran a bowling ball into his dick, yeah, there's a lot of dick shit going on today. Pardon me, pardon me. There's a lot of genitalia action happening today. We gonna keep the theme up. Listen, we, 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 it just won't be male genitalia we talk about today. I'll find some way to include the female genitalia too. But that was a scene that just happened to happen. Like it just happened to be there. I mean, I mean, Brevin Galloway, like, like he, like his nut explodes. I'm watching Sami Zayn get a bowling ball, get a bowling ball rolled into his nuts. Like, like this, this, this is me doing this. It just what so happens to be at the time. Let's continue. I'm very upset with the Empire Trash Building. I am very upset. I mean, very upset with the Empire Trash Building. Ew. 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 And and also because, so recently the Empire Empire Trash Building, or you guys may know it as Empire State Building, in celebration of the Eagles making it to the Super Bowl, they light up the Empire State Building. Hold on, you know what? Hold on one second. Hold on. Oh, you know, hold on one second. Hold on one second. What color was the Guitar Hotel on? What day was that? What day was that? What day was that? January 29th. Let's see something. The Guitar Light Show, Seminole Hard Rock. Let's see something. Okay, and, and I'm gonna tell you why I'm looking this up, and I'm gonna tell you why I was looking this up, and, and it's probably gonna be definitely it's, gonna, it's probably gonna be hard to find. But the Empire State Building, in celebration of the Philadelphia Eagles making it to the NFC Championship, they lit up the Empire State Building green and white. Which, as you as you guys may or may not know, that the Empire State Building can be lit up multiple colors, different colors, different settings, different themes. And the Philadelphia and they lit it up green and white for the Philadelphia Eagles. Honestly, when I first saw that it was lit up green and white, I was like, "Oh, look at them! Look at them referencing the Jets in, in a time where they don't matter and they're completely irrelevant." But that wasn't what they were doing. Excuse me. What they did was like I said, was they they were celebration. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm doing something while we talking. That is cracking me the fuck up. Because I'm going to really enjoy this <laughs> when it happens. Oh, man. So, the, I'm a little upset. I'm, oh, I, I can't, you know, so let me, let me, let me do why I'm upset. It irks me, right? So, so, I don't know if that's upset, upset, but it irks me. And... In that irkness is that why are you representing any team that isn't Jets, 
Giants, Bills, Yankees, Mets, Rangers, Islanders. And I'll even give you a few of the New Jersey teams. You know what I mean? Like, I'll throw you in there if possible. You know, a little bit. But not really. Not really feeling that either. But like, 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 like the great Mills Lane said, I'll allow it. But this is a business thing, right? And not a personal thing. Anybody for whatever reason could put in a request to the Empire State Building and request that and request that the Empire State Building be lit up a specific theme without any kind of monetary value required. Or any kind of monetary payment required. You just you just write you just write whatever you need to write to them, give them your reason, and if your reason is the best reason for that day, they light you up. Obviously, whatever reason super whatever reason comes in on the day that the NFL requested, NFL The NFL um, is going to win that request. But if let's okay, for instance, I, I get all that, right? I, I just want to give you some guys some 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 backstory. And I, while I get all that, if I'm if I'm the like if I'm the board runner or the electrician that's running or the, or the approving body that's doing, it, I'm like, hey yo, y'all really want to light up this scarf for Philly? Now. While part of me may have said, yeah, let's do it. It's green and white. Maybe nobody will tell, could tell. What I wouldn't do is post about it on social media. So, may, so maybe the dude that decided to do it had that thought, but the dude that decided to do it is a different person from their social media representative. Social media representative sees it, knows why they did it. Hey, yo, shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles for winning blah, 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 blah. Like, yo, my mans. Relax. I know that's what we did, it, but we just trying to announce it. You trying to get a shot? Sorry. Are you trying to get us... Highly scrutinized by the New York public... And possibly tarred and feathered. You know what? That's gonna be my new. I'm, I'm gonna start bring. I'm gonna start saying that again. Tarred and feathered. Maybe that's a lot. Maybe that's a whole lot less. But also, I understand when I say tarred and tarred and tarred and feathered. I do mean. I, I I probably do mean a way more violent act. I just don't want that violent act to be portrayed on set on the podcast so that I could be shut down for any particular reason. So we could say you could be taught and feathered. But didn't anybody like think like, yo, we could be taught and feathered for this? Like, let's, 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 let's not, if we do it, let's not announce it to the world we're doing it for Philly. Let's just kind of do it and let people guess. Because if I would have saw the Empire State Building in green and white, I would have been, I would have thought Jets automatically. I would have thought like, yo, you did this for Philly. Because why, why are you doing anything for the city of Philly? You think the Jets or the Giants make it to the Super Bowl? All of a sudden, the Liberty Bell is being painted blue or green? You think all of a sudden you got somebody over there? Bung, bung. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! 
The football giants of New York has made it to the Super Bowl. Hear ye, hear ye, ding, 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 ding. Think that's happening? No. They over there cussing you out. Everybody in the city, these motherfuckers made it to the goddamn Super Bowl. I can't believe this shit. Uh, yo, that could have been us, B. Like, we were better than them. Yo, I can't believe that. You understand? Nothing's coming but shade. And I'm not trying to be the bigger city. I'm not trying to be the bigger man. I'm not trying to be the bigger anything but the bigger team. And the bigger team is the one that makes it to the Super Bowl, and that wasn't us. So why are you representing that? I feel some types of way about that. I feel some types of way about it. Now, 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 now. About five minutes ago, you saw me doing something, right? And it made me, because it made me wonder, actually, I do live down here in South Florida. It made me, and I wonder, it made me wonder if something similar may have happened down here in Miami. It makes me wonder now, what does it take to get the Guitar Hotel or Seminole, you know, the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel, as we know down here. The Hard Rock Hotel, right? The Guitar Hotel, whatever you want to call it. But the, but the, but the Hard Rock Hotel, to do a color theme for you. It made me start wondering that. And it made me wonder if, while New York was doing it for the NFC, I wonder if Miami was doing it for the AFC. You know what I mean? I love this night I started crossing, started crossing my mind in this very moment as we started talking about it. But we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. It's not, it's not really so much the, the fact that they did it. It's the fact that they posted about it. Nobody had to know that. You didn't have to tell that to the world. You didn't have to announce it to everybody. If you did do it, and honestly, don't 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 let that stuff kind of pass again. Strictly New York and New York only. Don't let other now 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 now. I will take this. I will take this back for one other thing. International events, obviously, we don't care about. Right? If you want to light it up because Argentina won the World Series, do it. You want to light it up because, because um um um, Manchester United won 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 the Bundesliga or whatever it is, then do it. You want to light it up because United States won in won in um in Summer Olympics. I get the more international sports stages. Right? The state the, the the sports outside of the country. But once you're getting into personal sports where New York has a team and there's other cities that have teams as well and we're rivals with them or we're competing against them, nah B, they don't get shine here. Like I'm like I'm seeing like I'm seeing this church. This church in Jersey. But see that shows you the cornballs in Jersey. Right? New York, you're not a, you're not a city of cornballs. 
like the cornballs in Jersey, you see some wacka, you see you see some wackadoodle pale church over there singing fly eagles fly during their sermon. Sorry, wackadoodle unseasoned church. Not pale, unseasoned. Unseasoned. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. So yeah, so I'm not I I I'm not for it. I'm not. Oh look at this. What what am I seeing here with an old Kevin Garnett and an old Bill Russell? Why am I seeing this? A young Kevin Garnett, I should say, in Boston, with a, was talking to Bill Russell in the hallway. Man, the level of respect. The level of respect. The level of respect. The level of greatness, right there. Look at them two dudes to sit down. Okay, let's get back into the sports. <laughs> well, let's let's get let's get into our first topic of the day. Let's get into our first our official first topic of the day. Bring that up for me. <laughs> the king goes off, and the word of this segment. I want you guys to remember is reputation. So the king goes off over the weekend. Now, I know you guys, I, I've been talking about this now for probably what is now the third week straight. NBA rivalry week, of course. We talked about it the week before, the week during, and the week after. Right? Because now we got some results. We got a couple of results, and we got the final results from NBA rivalry week. Right? As the last of the games were played on... We played on Saturday, right? You had Boston taking on the LA Lakers. You had the Knicks taking on Brooklyn. And you also had... Was this Philly and Denver? Was that Philly and Denver? I think Philly and Denver is probably the only one I, I, I didn't prepare to talk about today. Yep, Philly and Denver. Uh, let's just... I'll give you a quick rundown on that one. Uh, You know what? Nah, I'll wait. I'll wait because you know what I just realized that this is a direct correlation into why Philly is. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but for right now, let's 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 do a little three or five to my city. Here it comes. Here it comes. Whoa! No, what did I just say? First topic of the day. My bad. I'm tripping. And I'm big time tripping. I just undid something that I did earlier. <laughs> like I really, I had something set up for myself. I had my, I had my next four. Um. Bowls already separated, and I just unseparated them for some odd reason. I don't know why I did that, but hey, skipped in my loop. Do 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 do. Alrighty. So the king goes off recently. And if you guys didn't know, like, we had NBA Rivalry Week, so the Boston Celtics took on the L.A. Lakers in the very last game of NBA Rivalry Week. Right? Lakers, Boston, the King versus a young prince in the game trying to come up and earn and earn his footing in a Jason Tatum, 
led by his of his 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 you know what I mean followed by his brethren and his brothers Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and the rest of the Boston and, and the rest of the Boston Celtics and the racist and the racist Boston community, right? <clears throat> that game will end one twenty one to one twenty five. LeBron James would lead all scorers with 49, sorry, 41 points, 9 rebounds and 8 assists. You know what, you know what to go. You know what follows after that almost putting up a triple double. But you know the most important stat that we generally talk about here, right? Is you play to win the game. Hello? That's what we talked about. And the most important stat did not go to LeBron James. The most important stat that we talk, that we like to follow, we keep track of, which is wins and losses, went to the Boston Celtics. Yeah, the Boston Celtics won that game 121 to 125 in overtime. Jason Tatum put up 30 points, 11 rebounds, and four assists to lead his Boston Celtics to that four-point victory. Now, the biggest story of that game is really more so about LeBron James' temper tantrum, which, listen, there are, there are calls, there are no calls, there are makeup calls done all the time. Did LeBron James get fouled? Possibly. Actually, hold on, one second, one second. I, th I think I think somebody's bringing a camera over here for me to review. And uh, as I'm seeing this, actually, yeah, it looks like he got he got um, whacked on the arm. But you upstaged me, technical to the rat. <laughs> How you do that? Do that? Do do that? That that. The biggest, the biggest, the biggest story of the evening of that game. It's not the fact that the Boston Celtics won that game 125 to 121 in overtime against the LA Lakers. And the game with the LA Lakers were, were really trying. Like they made sure they had all of their big dogs on the court healthy and ready. One for seven for for, for Russell Westbrook at one point in time, but at that point in time, I think he had like seven assists in the game. Like I said, as I told you already, LeBron James put up his 41 points and nine rebounds. Now were there some missed calls? Yeah. But there are missed calls every game. Every game. If you want to, you could come here and you could sit down and you can dissect every call that the referees missed that could have possibly been points. So... Did the refs miss a call at the end of the game where LeBron James got fouled? Yes. But the referees also missed a call in the second quarter where Jason Tatum was trying to make a three-pointer, and they didn't, and they didn't call that, and they didn't call that foul. And then there was another time where Jalen Brown was was driving to the lane, and they didn't call that foul. And there was another time where Marcus Smart got fouled, and there was another, and there was another time where Hachim, where, where Huchimama got fouled. There was a lot of foul calls not made because you can't see everything. But also. The Lakers have been overreacting all game. Remember when I said the key word to remember here is reputation? Well, 
with like, in all honesty, what has been LeBron James' biggest reputation as a player? He's a flopper. He over-exaggerates contact. So, when driving to the lane, if the referees were in general just doing a makeup call, right, or just doing a no call, because it's the last play of the game, is it very possible that the fact that... Ooh, who is this? Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. Uh, <laughs> Actually, speaking of hey now, hey now. Let's text the bull and see how she's doing. I don't know why I always remember when I'm on the air. Okay, let's continue. I'm over here. I'm over here looking at things and not talking out loud. <clears throat> so, is it possible their reputation put them in a situation where they just didn't earn that call? Or like I said, the refs just don't want to make that call at the end of the game. There was a when when did the when did the unwritten rule in sports that said, don't leave it into the hands of the ref, stop being a thing? When did that unwritten rule stop being a thing? I, I, I want to know. Because because that philosophy is the reason why you see the Lakers overreacting the way that they did at the end of the game. Also, if you've watched, like I said, they're they're acting like this the whole game. LeBron James is overreacting. Dennis Schroeder is laying on the ground. Um, Russell Westbrook is overreacting. Uh, Rap Beverly is 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 is, bling, is, is, gra is grabbing the cameraman's pictures. Like you understand, like the level of theatrical antics that the Lakers put on every day, led by their king LeBron James. And you want the referees to be able to decipher this? You want, and you want the referees. To decipher this on the spot and also in the closing moments of the game. Yeah. You can miss me with all of that fake outrage. All of that. All of the. All of, all, all. Like, let's leave it at all of that fake outrage. All of the LUT outrage that's going on now, right? Because, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Forget the reputation. Forget all that, right? How just about last week or so, two weeks ago. Remember the same thing happened to the New York Knicks? I think they played in the end. 
And RJ Barrett was dri- was driving to the lane. He makes the dunk to tie the game. But he definitely gets fouled in the same instance. Right? The referees don't make the call. Game goes into overtime. Knicks lose. You know what that narrative was that day? Or the following day? It wasn't, oh, the refs missed a big call. It, right? Oh, 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 oh. Right? It wasn't... Well, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. Right? I'm going to backtrack for you guys in a second. Sorry. <clears throat> Last week, right? <laughs> Let me do this properly. My bad. Because I, I don't know if you guys heard me last time. What's going on, Jess? Oh, how you doing? Just last week, the same exact thing happened to R.J. Barrett for the New York Knicks. They did it. The narrative wasn't, oh, the refs messed up. The refs missed the call. Oh, how can they miss this blatant call? <laughs> R.J. Barrett drove to the lane. R.J. Barrett got fouled. It should have been an and one. You know what the narrative was for the Knicks? You were up in that game. You shouldn't have put yourself in that position. You should have closed it out in regulation. The Lakers were up by nine in the third and blew that lead. They were up by three in the fourth in the closing moments. And blew that. Ah, let me tell you the other thing they said. Well, you also went into overtime and had a chance to win it in overtime. You should have handled your business then. You see, you see how they. You, 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 but, 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 but no, no, no. Focus here. Focus, focus on me for a little bit, right? Nick, 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 my, my knickers, right? You see how the narrative is different? For LeBron James, it's the refs. The ref should have made that call. I can't believe this didn't happen. It went into overtime. They were cheated. It shouldn't even. It shouldn't even have went there. But it's the New York Knicks, and they and they don't have a LeBron James. They don't have an Anthony Davis. They don't have a Dwight Howard. And I know he's not there now, but follow me. They don't have a Camilla Anthony. They don't have a Russell Westbrook. For the last three years, the New York Knicks have been better than the Lakers. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Since Tom Thibodeau has taken over the Knicks, they have been better than the Lakers. Yet, when these same scenarios happen to the Knicks, it's, oh, here goes the same old Knicks again. Not knowing how to close out games. The Lakers right now are sitting four games below 500. The Knicks are three games above 500. My baby's not feeling well. I hate, I hate to hear that. I hate to hear that. hate to see it. Mm. 
because I wasn't feeling good earlier today either. Well, I was suffering from some migraines, and I had to, I had to get that settled up. Like I'm so listen, I had to really get that settled before we got to this point because I was, I was what they call it, I was photosensitive today. So like I couldn't deal with none of these lights. All of the lights. <laughs> All of the no, let's do this. Let's rock this one. We don't ever rock this one. Sorry, that movie Kung Pao has messed me up for life. I don't know if you guys ever seen Kung Pao, but there's certain things that I can't see right over here without like that skit from like little things from Kung Pao popping in there. That little Wayne song, Mrs. Officer, like that is one of them, and then that other one. You guys will know what I'm talking about. You've never seen it. Go watch Compound. And then tell, trust me, that song will never be the same. And also Mrs. Officer will never be the same to you ever again. Let's continue. Oh, this game just finished. I didn't even get to see who won this game. Sacramento ended up winning this game in overtime. 118-111. Alrighty. Let's continue. Let's go to another game. Let's find some... Oh, wrong remote. Wait. Okay, let's put... Yeah, let's put this remote back over here. Alright, let's get you over here. This is what happens when you have, listen, <laughs> this is what happens when you have, like, three fire stick remotes, that, that, you know what I mean, in the same room. Like, seriously. And you always have to figure out, okay, like, this is that TV over there, right? That's the small TV that we watch that shit on. And then this is the big TV, and then this is our side joint. You know what I mean? You can't have one, you gotta have three. So go ahead and leave, baby. Go ahead and walk out the door. That's another song you gotta you guys gotta go listen to. Yo, I've been on my shit. Like, do you guys know this, man? So let's get back into it. Right? Cause I'm, I'm I think I'm done ranted for the Oh, it's on a commercial. No one will let me do it. I'm like, yo, what's going on here? So Knicks fans, right? As I'm talking to Knicks and Lakers fans at the same time, this is the stuff that that fezzes me up. Like this is the stuff that gets me riled up is that the same exact scenario happens to the Lakers, and there's no accountability for the Lakers. It's everything. It's about the it's about the refs. It's about the no calls. It's about the NBA and their problem. It's about back to backs. It's about 82 games. It's about everything else. About LeBron James not coming through. It happens to the Knicks. Nah, it's not the refs. Don't let refs determine the game. Oh, you went into overtime? Should've took your business overtime. Oh, you were up in that game? You shouldn't have lost the lead. It's like I'm not hearing that about LeBron James. Oh, Lakers. That has LeBron James, Anthony Davis, 
Hoochie Mama, Russell Westbrook, Dennis Schroeder, all on the same squad. Y'all were up. How come you shouldn't have lost the lead? Why leave it into the hands of the ref? Lakers, Lake Show, LeBron James supposed to be the GOAT? Went into overtime. There goes your time to shine. Take over. Win the game for your team. You're telling me between none of the three of y'all, y'all couldn't do it? The great Russell Westbrook, who just moved into 10th tonight in the all-time in, in the all-time assist in, in, in the all-time assist record? Or assist category? Yes, Russell Westbrook tonight against Brooklyn. Moved into moved into 10th place in the all-time assist record. LeBron James, who in two more games is going to be the all-time scoring leader. Maybe three games at most. Is going to be the all-time scoring leader. Anthony Davis, the guy that's supposed to be the next Tim Duncan. You mean between the three of y'all? Y'all couldn't hold a nine-point lead? Between the three of y'all? Y'all can't hold a three-point lead in under 90 seconds? Between the three of y'all? Y'all can't win in overtime? Mmm. But yet, when it's the Knicks, it's ah the Knicks should be able to pull this out in overtime. Oh, Knicks shouldn't be losing their lead. You show me, you show me where the Knicks even got a Russell Westbrook. You show me where, the, where you, sh you show me where the Knicks got a got, got a Anthony Davis. You show me where the Knicks got a LeBron James. Yet how was it the Knicks are held to a higher standard than the Lakers? How is it the Lakers keep getting excuses made for them, and they're supposed to be the team that knows how to win championships? Yet the team with, 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 with that has 10, 11 players on their team under 25 years old that's only been to the playoffs once, half of them, is expected to do better than LeBron James in the same scenarios. Yes, the, the New York Knicks have a better record than the Lakers for the last three years. But that's because the Lakers are failing. But yet you take it from the Knicks angle, the Knicks have been the ones failing. Maybe they're both failing. But, yeah. Y'all letting LeBron James get away with way too much. If y'all gonna hold him and keep keep thinking that he's the same LeBron James from 10 years ago, then you gotta hold him to the same standards. Y'all have to realize that LeBron James is, is, in, his, is, in, his end, is in the end part of his career. He's in those late Kobe careers. Remember those late Kobe careers when they weren't making the playoffs? And he was wondering how can they couldn't get the job done? What was going on? That's what we're seeing. Well, you guys, you 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 guys, are, are, you guys don't want to recognize it or, or aren't willing to recognize it. Listen, I remember going through the same denial with Jordan, but I learned. I didn't go through the game with Kobe, and I did. And I'm sure as fuck, I ain't gonna go through. I'm sure I ain't go through with LeBron James. I've seen the decline of Dr. J. I've seen the decline of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Those guys still putting out buckets, but not affecting winning. Their names are marquee, but their games aren't anymore. At least in the number one stat that matters. You play to win the game. Hello? So in LeBron James's flopping reputation, what standard are we holding him to? 
Are we suddenly now giving him the pass and passing everything along to referees and no calls and everything else like that? Because if you want to call every no call that wasn't made in that game, I'm pretty sure Boston comes out on the on, on the winning end of it. When are we holding C-level players to bigger standards than the A-level player? Because that's what the New York Knicks have, a bunch of C-level players. Maybe one B-minus. Maybe two B-minuses. In Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, who for the fifth time in the last eight weeks has been nominated Player of the Week. Nominated. Hasn't won. Nominated. This game was tied at the end of the third, 81-81. Tied again at the end of the fourth. I mean, it was a close game. This is what I mean when I try to tell people. LeBron James is still doing great things at his age. and for Not at his age. For how long he's been in the league. Right? And at his age as well. But you guys have to understand that great, the greatest of great players, they can still do this at high levels. The scoring Right? Some of the things that make us want like, damn, look at him, hey, look at this and the lot. But there's other little things that, that they still aren't affected anymore. And that is winning. It always has been winning and always will be winning. Some people fall out of that prime of effectiveness a lot early. We see how long Dwight Howard's effectiveness to winning was. We seen how long Camilla Anthony's was. We seen how long Derrick Rose's was. We seen how long Paul George's was. How long Kawhi Leonard's was. So, and then we and then we still see them afterwards, and then we kind of went like, damn, we still expecting them to try to win these games. We realize, you know what? They're not winning these games. They're no longer affecting winning. They still can put up the numbers. They can still do things that, 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 that are great feats of athleticism, but not affecting the number one thing that matters. That's where we're at right now. But yet, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. We make excuses for it instead. Now, I have to really be happy, me personally, as a Knicks fan, because believe it or not, Knicks fans, we have been saved. As, as the Lakers fall to twenty three and twenty eight now, I think they just lost. Did they lose tonight? Yeah, they just lost tonight against Brooklyn. But when they lost last time was twenty three twenty seven. So they so they're now five games under five hundred. Knicks still have a better record than them. Just letting you know. Just letting you know. But the Knicks were saved. The Knicks were actually saved by having somebody else come into their home and put on some kind of record-breaking performance. And that only happened because superstars today are completely softening the Twinkie filling. And we have to thank them for that. As a Knicks fan, because you know what that means? It means that LeBron James, who has been on this incredible pace of scoring for the last 10 games or so, is decided to take decided to take off tonight against Brooklyn. Which means that there's no way possible he can break the all-time scoring record in the garden 
against the Knicks unless he drops 100 points. Like, seriously. Unless he drops 100 points, there's no way that's happening. I think 90 something, I think. So by him sitting down and not putting up another 40 in Brooklyn, another, another 40, 50 points in Brooklyn, and then coming into New York and having to do the same thing again, he pulls himself out of that candidate. So now, we get to see, you got to see LeBron James in the Garden. That is televised. And I don't remember that game was televised before it looked like he was on pace to break the all-time scoring record there. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I wasn't paying attention. But I don't fully remember that one being televised. But, eh. My memory shit. Ooh, I get to find my game. Let's see what the next game we can find. What time is it? It's about 11 o'clock. We're coming down to the wire here. There's not going to be too many more games left on here. God damn. Still watching wrestling. Watching somebody get a massive beatdown with a shillelagh. Now, the New York Knicks were also involved in rivalry uh, rivalry week. <sighs> Excuse me. That evening. Okay, what we have left here is Toronto and Phoenix. And Atlanta. I think we're going to watch Atlanta and Portland. I think I'll... Actually, hold on. I may give this some time. They're at halftime. That's actually perfect. That's actually perfect. I'm going to switch over to Toronto and Phoenix because I got some scouting to do. And I'll and, and it's actually perfect time to let you know why we got some scouting to do. This game only got like 36 seconds left in it anyway. So we'll catch the end of that and then hitch and switch over to the other game that's in halftime. And, and then we'll finish off the evening with the Portland and Atlanta game. We, we gonna, I guess we'll get to see the battle of... Of, of Trash Young and also um, the OG. Is he an OG by now? Is he an OG by now? What's the G? Damian Lillard. Right? New York Knicks also involved in rivalry multiple times this week. Multiple times this week. But they also was involved in rivalry on Saturday as well. Right? And they end up playing the Brooklyn Nets. That game ended up being concluded with a 122-115 ended. Highest scorer of the evening was Kyrie Irving, who put up a spectacular, and I do mean that, right? And spectacular is describing in the method in which he put up the points, meaning his gameplay and style of play, right? Excuse me. That's what I'm calling spectacular. 32 points, 9 assists, and 6 rebounds. Doing a little bit of everything. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've been... I've been kind of... Which means I've been impressed with Kyrie Irving over these last couple of weeks. Right? Especially these last week or so, right? Without Kevin Durant. You're starting to see him. I don't know. He looks different. Looks different. Looks a little more at peace. Right? Looks a little bit more at peace. Acti actively doing some of the things to affect winning. He's looking at times like a better leader. At times. At times. I've been a little bit impressed by him lately. Right? Still has to do more. Still has to be a little bit more consistent. 
in the beginning of Kevin Durant um, going down, they lost a bunch of games in a row. But very recently, they found their groove, and it's been behind the behind the improved game of Kyrie Irving. Now, on top of Kyrie Irving um, putting up a spectacular 32, right? You also had... You also, I want to call him Speedy Claxton. <laughs> uh, you had Nick Claxton also drop 16 points. What is it? 10 rebounds? 11 rebounds? 12 rebounds. And 3 blocks. Alright, let's see. We're back at this game. 108 to 102. To, I'm not going to have enough game to... Enough... Um, game film to, to, to scout like I want to. And I'll tell you guys what um who I was trying to scout and why I was trying to scout them as well. So we'll talk about this a little bit later. We'll talk about that just a little bit later. And a little bit later is coming up in moments. Right. I mentioned I mentioned Nick Claxton, right, with his sixteen points, twelve rebounds and three blocks because Claxton generally is the person directly that Mitchell Robinson would be guarding. Right, or, or he'll be the person that is in the responsibility of Mitchell Robinson. And we miss Mitch. And you can see in these games, right, as a Nick, that... And, granted, Jericho Sims is doing a hell of a job, right? He's, he's, he's been a hell of a fill-in. But there's still something different. There's still something missing, right? You can still see that there's defensive assignments that's not quite there. He has some of the early foul issues that he runs into some of the early fouls issues that Mitchell Robinson used to run into in his early part of his career. Right? There's new nuance that comes with experience that he lacks. But he's doing a good job of a natural instinct. But and Nick Claxton just kind of ate him up. Granted, Jericho is like six nine, six ten. He's an undersized. He's an undersized center, which not for nothing. Claxton is also like only six ten as well, right? So they're both under undersized center. But Claxton has way more experience in doing this than he does, right? And I think that experience matters. And you and you saw it, right? He he was able to. I don't want to say have his way with him, but take advantage of him in enough crucial moments and it hurt it hurt like having not having Mitchell Robinson you can see is it, it's really hurting the Knicks like it, it, it it's rough without him and the Knicks are playing well still they're playing good defense you see the hustle Julius Randle again is is is, is having is, is is having one of those has well he, he didn't have one of his 30 point games but he, you know he's having had a decent game I think when he put up 19 points Right, he put up 19 points. Jalen Brunson put up 26. R.J. Barrett put up 24. So they all played well, and those are not all played well. They all their plus minus was good. Right, Julius Randle for his 19 points, his plus minus was six. Um, Jalen Brunson, <coughs> excuse me. Jalen Brunson for his 26 points, his plus minus was eight. R.J. Barrett is one of the only people in their in that starting lineup that really had a negative plus minus, and his direct matchup was Kyrie Irving. You know, you understand? So, let's see, 14 seconds left. Who did I just see make that? That was Pascal Siakam. That was Barnes. 
Who am I? Okay, I know what I'm thinking of. I don't know why I can't envision him now anymore. <laughs> now that I've seen Pascal Siakam and Barnes. What the heck was that? Phoenix. Now, I told you that Kyrie Irving had, like, had a spectacular performance, right? So, it was just one of those moments that while the game was close for the majority of the game, right? Or all game, because this wasn't a blowout. It was 122-115. While the game was close all game, right? Going into the third game was close. So the game was close all game. The major... Hmm. The major difference is having a Kyrie versus not having a Kyrie. As I said, Kyrie put on his spectacular, a spectacular 32 points. Kyrie Irving still remains to be one of the leading scorers in fourth quarter history. Definitely out of current players, right? Averaging the most points in, 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 the, in the fourth quarter. And the fourth quarter is Kyrie Irving's time. It really is. Whether Kyrie, whether Kevin Durant's on this squad, whether Jalen Brunson and Jason Tatum is, and Marcus Smart is on this squad, whether LeBron James is on this squad. <clears throat> Excuse me. Fourth quarter is Kyrie Irving time. That's the time that he gets paid for. That's the time that he likes. That's the time that he shines. It's the time that he shows... Wally, why he has more steps than Britney. Or Mike, or Chris Breezy, you know. However you want to put it. That's all they missed. They missed the guy with a pop. Which, I guess, brings up now their interest in one OG Oluwakambi. And, and I think I said his name. OG Ananobi. That's who they're looking after. And this game is done as well. All right, so let's go to the last game that's on for the evening, which is Atlanta versus Portland. Last time we checked, that was in overtime. Let's see where they're at now. Not overtime. They're in halftime. My bad. Still in halftime. Well, that's perfect. It should be coming out of halftime pretty soon. We spent a decent amount of time over on those other shows, on another game. They miss a pop. Everyone that is, they miss a pop. They're merely missing a guy with a pop, and I think that's why they're interested in a guy like OG Ananobi. Now, from what I hear, right, is that New York Knicks are willing to give up a couple of first-round picks for OG Ananobi. Now, I don't know if that means a first-round pick and Cam Reddish. Or if that's Cam Reddish and a couple of first-round picks. I didn't hear Cam Reddish's name in there at all. Or just a couple of first-round picks. Because this is what I'm like, OG and Anobi. Huh. A couple of first-round picks? I can't give you, like, one first-round pick and maybe a second? For OG... Like, or, because also I don't want to give it a cam, to be honest with you. I want, if the Knicks can, keep accumulating a bunch of these six foot eight, six foot nine. <laughs> like, keep accumulating these little six foot eight, six foot nine, six foot ten versatile guys. Keep accumulating them. That's the, that's the NBA. That's, 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 what, that's what everybody does in 2K, right? Oh, and we are back in this game from halftime. 
Phoenix, not Phoenix, Portland is currently up 64-60, and we are just now starting the second half. Right, so I don't know. I don't know if that's really the move I'll be looking for. I I have to look. That's what I said. I have to scout OG Anobi. I have to look into his past stats. I'm gonna have to look into his last couple of years of 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 injury history. I'm basically his medical history over the last couple of years. I'm gonna have to look into all of that to feel if OG Anobi is worth. Two first rounds. Because then you have to figure out why did he lose himself in the rotation in Toronto. And it could that just simply have been because one they had Pascal Siakam and then the rise of Scotty Barnes. Is that making OG Ananovi you know, expendable? Or even if he was expendable, how why is he that expendable? Right? You can't use him to come off your bench. He doesn't help with your versatility, anything else like that. So I'm curious on so before we get before this before I even get excited about OG Ananobi, only reason why I right one thing with OG Ananobi is that I recognize his name right. What I don't recognize is his gameplay. I can't nothing about his game pops out to me in my head. So maybe I have to go back and do some research, possibly even go because I'm pretty sure he was on that team with Kawhi Leonard that won a championship. So maybe I even think about going back and watching that championship series against Golden State or maybe the one against Philly. Right? We don't have a lot of days left. We only have about two more days left into NBA free agency or NBA trade trade deadline. Actually, three days left until NBA trade deadline. So I don't have a lot of time to watch all those games and do a little research and see what and see what I need to find out about OG and Anobi. But just know that he is one of the names that is on the Knicks radar to try to possibly bring bring in here before the end of the season. Now it also it could be just worth bringing in somebody with a championship with a with a championship pedigree onto the team just to help them with nuance. Who knows? Maybe 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 the front office or Coach Tibbs thinks that they need somebody to help them understand the game a little bit better, teach you know, help them with nuance like I said, this nuance, help them with help them uh, with the end portion of those games, help them with mentality, you know, things like that. Cause other than that I am really, really curious about OG and Anobi's value. Now, you know what? While we think about that, all right, I'm going to let you guys ponder about something else. We'll be back in the Mighty Sports Podcast in just a moment. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They join because there is important work to be done, and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led, and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. 
One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world. And they can respond. I became a soldier. And we are back with the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one and only Talon Toma Taylor. We are back. We are back. We are back. Who's that? Who's that? Where you from, bro? Are you live? Oh, definitely live from Brooklyn. Well, we live in Florida. We kind of we we recorded in Florida right now, but from Brooklyn originally. Knicks fan, big Knicks fan. Grew up in Brooklyn. That's where we from. BK Borough. How you doing? Shoutouts all day. Yo, BK stand up. All right, so let's get back into it. Right? I know what you guys want to talk about, right? Because obviously, rivalry week isn't isn't the biggest story that's been happening so far in the NBA, in in the sports world. We also have the Super Bowl that that is officially now set. We've had the NFC Championship game and the AFC Championship finally conclude this past Sunday. We saw the Philadelphia we saw the Philadelphia Eagles face something. That resembles the San Francisco 49ers. That's the best way I can put it. Can I tell you? The biggest disappointment of this game. The biggest disappointment of this game. Was the fact that I was going to put in the bet for the alternative odds of plus 9. Right? Of plus 9 points for Philly. That had a two plus 230 odds. And I didn't put in my bet. That was it. That was the only thing I was upset about watching this game. Because I pretty much thought, as you can hear, that they were going to get beat by at least not. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I was definitely I was definitely 100% confident on the alternative line of plus six. I think plus six was giving me like one something, right? But that plus nine... Ooh, at plus nine, like that—that's where I was really because I really, I really thought this was gonna be a blowout. I really did think that this was gonna be a, I mean, this was gonna be a blowout. I don't know why I had that feeling, and the number one feeling was just because as much as Purdy has been doing his thing, I was just, I just wasn't feeling the Neo fight being able to come through right there at the end. And what we ended up getting was. A Philadelphia Eagles defense that was playing Rock'em Sock'em quarterback. <laughs> or oh, Rack'em Sack'em quarterback. Oh, my God. Every time you looked up, there was another quarterback with their head popped off getting put out the game. Now, you have to you have to remember, right? I think we forget sometimes that... That, um... The fact that Brock Purdy is in this game for the San Francisco 49ers... Shit. I forgot the sound of the invite. Uh, maybe I invite them out next weekend. Alright. Um, the reason why we had Brock Purdy is because Trey Lance is already out um, on the injured reserve list. Jimmy G is out injured again. Then he came into this game with Josh Purdy, their third-string quarterback. And things was even looking good to begin with. Things things never looked good for Josh to begin with. And then in the very first 
very first quarter, if I'm saying even first was the first series? Nah, first quarter. First series, first quarter, first quarter, first series. In the first quarter. I can't remember what was broken out first year. In the first quarter, they catch him, throw him, and I know you guys have had if you guys have ever thrown a ball, thrown a football, thrown a baseball. You know when somebody catches your hand or whatever, hits your hand in that right spot, it just jerks out hold it, be like, oh my god, yo, bro, what the fuck did you do? Right? You get that little jolt that goes through every that goes through the body. Well, that's how they caught Purdy. But Purdy was trying to throw an 85-mile-per-hour football and was also being being engaged by a 365-pound man coming at him at 18 miles an hour. Now, you guys do the math like you've learned in algebra and, 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 and pre-calc, and you understand the kind of force that he was about to get hit with just on his arm. So... Purdy sits down. Now we get Josh Johnson. Who? Is that Woody Johnson's nephew? Josh Johnson? He's finally in the game. And Josh Johnson looked like a deer in the headlights. It wasn't pretty for him either. Or, I'm sorry. It wasn't Purdy for him either. Because eventually, Josh Johnson says, you know what, Purdy? You came into the you came into the league your rookie season. You won all your games up until this point. I look up to you being a weird way. I want to be just like you. Even up to the point where he gets injured in the NFC Championship game, just like. <laughs> no, if I'm not mistaken, I think Josh, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, I think I think they say that Josh Johnson may have caught a concussion. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, that is. So now, you have nobody. Their emergency quarterback, which we'll talk about emergency quarterbacks. I'm going to get a little bit done on that. Is Christian McCaffrey. So now you see Christian McCaffrey, he's over here and he's trying to get the head he's trying to get the um the helmet with the with the headset in it so now he can receive the plays. And now everything is basically wildcat wildcat wildcat. No longer have to worry about the deep ball. Don't even know if, if Christian McCaffrey can throw a decent deep ball. But I know it doesn't happen often enough for it to matter. But you see now why? Remember, remember there used to be a reserve quarterback that didn't make the roster or didn't affect the salary cap, right? That they had this for. Like imagine saying, you know what? You ain't in the league no more. Let me sit you down for a little bit. Vinny Testaverde coming as I'm running the quarter. <laughs> or imagine somebody's alternative emergency quarterback is Tom Brady. Right? At 15. <laughs> but still. You used to be a guy for this. So you didn't have to have your running back or a wide receiver or your kicker or somebody... Just come in randomly. You know what this needs to be? This needs to start being a defensive player. <laughs> like, seriously. There needs to be somebody on special teams. Or you know what? Kickers need to start learning how to throw footballs. 
You, 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 you need to start fighting all of these guys that were quarterbacks to begin with and making sure they get some quarterback drills in them. And making sure that they learn the basic, the very basic vanilla package that is taught in preseason. At least that and a two-minute drill. Because this, this is rough to watch. This was one-sided. It was a complete blowout. And it was very much so how I even thought it may go even if Purdy was painting the picture. But now it's going to be interesting. You see now why San Francisco is probably just going to get rid of Jimmy G. Right? You see why now Jimmy G just became fully expendable. You have three guys on a rookie contract that can give you the production that Jimmy G, or at least two of them, that can do for you what Jimmy G has, and you're about to develop the third, and Joshua Purdy, Joshua Johnson, right? Just so you can make sure that you have death all the way out to three now again. You're going to have all three of those guys back, hopefully by next year. And you get to start the season out with three quarterbacks and hopefully that you can come all the way back to this point and get beyond again. Again. Trailblazers currently up 82-75. Six minutes left to go in the third, I'm assuming. Hasn't been that long. Yep, third. Let's see. Leon to leave. Oh, 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 Leon. I'm retarded. And when is everybody going to learn? Leave Rocky alone. <laughs> Messing with the Rocky statue has not been beneficial to teams. It has not been be beneficial to your health. It's not, it's not been beneficial to you winning. Stop it, please. We see it every single. We were seeing it now. Rocky, Rocky has has hasn't lost now since. Is it Rocky four? <laughs> Rocky five? It was the last time he lost. I can't remember. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? And I'm kind of mad at myself about this. It's just I grew up loving the Rocky movies and seeing them, and I think I've seen every one. I think I've seen every one. I have not gone out of my way to pay the same respect to Creed's. So I'm going to have to go out and start watching all these Creed's. I'm going to have to go out and start watching all of these Creed's. My man Michael B. Jordan be doing his thing. Hey, auntie. <laughs> Jalen Hurst didn't even have to have a spectacular game. And honestly, he wasn't having a spectacular game. right? But he didn't even have to have one of those spectacular performances because his defense took out the biggest threat of the other side, you know what I mean, every time. And I was the quarterback. No, they, they they literally cut the head off the snake. And then went on to make themselves a nice little belt and then whoop their ass with it. 
Mm-mm-mm. Leave Rocky alone. Cincinnati had plans of doing the same thing. Unfortunately for Cincinnati, it would not work out in their favor. All right. Cincinnati would end up losing to Kansas City 20 to 23 in in a game that was almost everything that you wanted it to be. Almost everything that you wanted it to be, right? KC is up early. It's 13-7. Shoot, I'm watching again. WWE is doing their WWE. God damn, I'm sorry. I'm watching. The, I'm watching the last um, Monday Night Raw of the year. So the the last, and they're doing their best moments of the year show, and they're going back through when Cody Rhodes fought Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell. After, after tearing his whole entire bicep, seriously, or whatever, I don't know if it was bicep, bicep, whatever, this pectoral bicep, whatever, tore one of those, and when you watch this match, you can see, like, this isn't fake, you see the humongous bruise that he has, and every time he performs a move, you see the pause that he has, right, all the grimace that he has on his face <laughs> from God, from the from the pictorial tear. And, damn, we just feel for it. Like, jeez, I, I remember, you bring me back, I remember seeing it. You keep getting those little queasy shakes up and down your body. And of course my phone will die as soon as I send somebody a text message and they sent me back a message to respond about how they were doing. Ugh. Yeah, if you don't see IG up, then the phone is dead. So there's no behind-the-scenes camera for IG today. So yeah, Kansas City gets up early, right? And they're up 13-6 at the half. Right? Cincinnati is looking... It's looking a little off. I think it was the bicep, actually. I think it was the bicep. I keep saying this card because the bruise goes from here all the way to here. But I think it was the bicep, if I remember them saying it correctly, that he tore. I think, I think it was the bicep. But back to the back, back to the Cincinnati Kansas City game. Much time we got left. Plenty of time. Kansas City goes up early, right? They get the they get up 13-7. 13-6. You see Patrick Mahomes as well on his hobbled leg. Like I said, Philly tried or not Philly, but Cincinnati was trying to do to Patrick Mahomes what Philadelphia did to all of the San Francisco quarterbacks, not named Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey. But you'll see Patrick Mahomes put on one of those gutso performances, right? 
after you know him, him doing everything to throw the ball. We we've all had bad, like we've all had ankle injuries, right? Where you pull you pull enough of yourself together to get you through like a possible play or a possible set of movements, and as soon as it's complete, and you go back to normal, you're like, ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what Patrick Mahomes do. You'll see him fall back, roll out, throw it, come back to the come back to the huddle. Ah, ooh, ooh, ah. Need the first down, rush for it, and get there, and then get up. Ooh, ah, ah, ooh. Definitely one of those gutso performances. Like, like, like he he definitely gets, definitely gets a. Hit nigga, nigga. All right, he definitely get, he definitely gets a big up for that performance. Like you can't ask for much out much more out of your out of your starting MVP championship quarterback, right? But smoking Joe Burrow didn't go away without a fight. No, he decided to get up and light their ass right back up. And Cincinnati, in that second half, outscored the Kansas City Chiefs. What was that? 14 to... 14? Yeah, 14 to 7. Now... Unfortunately, Cincinnati will not come up with the W. And I'm not going to lie to you, right? Even I was luck watching this game. And as I'm watching this game, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, right? Myself. Just, just one of myself. <laughs> right? But I'm thinking to myself. Are they just trying to give Kansas City this game? It, 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 it really looked like that at some point in time. It 100% looked as if they were trying to give Kansas City this game. All of a sudden, they're pulling plays dead after the, after the next play started. Excuse me. Even after that happened, there was another. There was a penalty that happened, but that penalty, like it's like they called that penalty. And when the referee came to explain it, I swear, I swear to you, he had a smirk on his face for like half a second. He's like, he's like, oh wait, gotta be professional. Uh, holding Eli Apple <laughs> first down, and then that first down would cause Patrick Mahomes again to run, and then when he would run this time, after he's out of bounds. He would get pushed in the back, but you know what happens. I think it was number 58 or something like that, right? But he will get pushed in the back. Instant karma would happen. Dude that pushed him in the back ends up hyperextending his knee. He's down. Patrick Mahomes is down. They throw a penalty flag, another first down, and there goes your game. Field goal range, kick a field goal, bam. That's it. And that's your game. That's all of your game. And now they've out. And now they've only outscored them fourteen to ten. And that ten matters. 
for that extra three matters. But they had they had scored them fourteen to seven up until then. They were on a roll. They were rolling. They started getting the Patrick Mahomes. No, granted, Kansas City, Kansas City's defense also. Like they started getting the Joe Burrow as well. Joe Burrow didn't have a a fantastic game. One touchdown and two interceptions. Not a fantastic game. I think he had like 200-something yards. I mean, Patrick Mahomes put out like 270 versus Patrick Mahomes 326. Patrick Mahomes, two touchdowns and no interceptions. This game was almost every... Well, I guess it was everything that you would want because... It had the it had the early start. It had the comeback. It had it had the marquee player pushing through injury. It had controversial calls. It had superstar referees again. It's been a pattern, huh? Superstar referees in 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 the, in the AFC Championship game. Superstars referees um in the game of of Lakers versus Brooklyn. Lakers versus Boston. Starting to get interesting. So now what we have set is Kansas City Chiefs versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Right? We have the Andy Reid Bowl. Right? We have Andy Reid's former AFC team, NFC team versus now his current AFC team. Also, you have the Kelsey Bowl. Where both teams has a Kelsey brother on it as well. So some pretty neat stuff going on. Some pretty interesting things going on. So as you guys know, what happens now is that we don't have a Super Bowl. And also, 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 also. Big up to... To, to, to... To, 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 uh, what's his name? Scarlos Varlin Scanton. Juan, Juan Carlos. <laughs> Carlos Stanton. <laughs> oh my god. What's his name? What's his name? I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember his name. The wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs that stepped up to put him like 116 yards. Scanton Valdez Jr. Um, Oscar Cesar Chavez, something like that, right? <laughs> All right, but big up, big up to him, big up to him, um, for, for, for coming through in that game. As while the Kansas, while Philadelphia or San Francisco losing their their their, their quarterbacks, Kansas City was losing their their wide receivers, and 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 Apollo Creed Jr. Like he definitely came through and, and and showed up big time, and put himself on the map for that game. And that's what you got. Like, listen, and somebody has to step up. You just got to make sure that you answer the door when your bell is rung. And that's what he did. And that's what, that's that's exactly what he did. So now we don't have another game. Oh, excuse me, we don't have another. The Super Bowl now comes out in two weeks, right? So now the Super Bowl is set for. For February twelfth, right, right at six thirty. So hopefully I can get my ass out of the house and be where I need to be by noon. 
and still enjoying a full day of drinking and festivities. Now, in between there, we're going to have a couple of things that's going to happen, right? Between then and now. First thing that's going to happen, we're going to have the Pro Bowl. It's going to happen on the 5th? Yeah, on the 5th at 3 p.m. That's going to be next Sunday, right? On the Sunday coming up. We're gonna have we're gonna have the Pro Bowl. Obviously, the Pro Bowl is comprised of every of everybody that did that's not in their Super Bowl. So obviously, we're not gonna see any Kansas City Chiefs player, any any Philadelphia Eagles players, even though they'll still get it. They'll, even though they'll still get credited for the All Star nominee or the Pro Bowl nominee, right? Um. The Pro Bowl this year, they're going to now. Uh, Seven on seven flag football kind of tournament, just to make things I guess a little bit more interesting because obviously they got tired of really the, the almost no tackling and the light tackling and and the and the level of non-play that was going on in the Pro Bowl now these days. So now they're gonna like you know people are saying long enough, hey, you might as well be playing. See, not, see, you see, now you've gotten exactly what you asked for. You've been out here talking about, see, hey, now, oh, you got, you might as well go back, you might as well go to playing, to, to playing flag football. If you're going to be playing like this in the Pro Bowl, you might as well play flag football. You might as well play, you might as well play flag football. You might as well play flag football. You might as well play flag football, you know, you might as well play flag football, you know. That's all you guys have been saying. Hey, you had to do by football. <laughs> well, you might as well be playing flag football. Now you've gotten your wish. All you have is one wish, one wish, one wish. And now you've gotten it. Flag football. Fourth quarter starting between Portland and Atlanta. 99-92. Portland still up. Now you have officially flag football. And the crazy thing about it, there's still going to be an injury. Because people are going to be cutting harder. They're going to be running harder. <laughs> right? <laughs> Some of the twists and the turns and the jumps that they're going to start trying to do now. I don't care. I can't say they're going to be trying to do all that in the Pro Bowl. Knowing that there's real, you know, people are going to be out there really trying to hit them. There's going to, you're going to, I feel like you're going to get a chance to see some, some incredible feats. Especially since you can't tackle. Especially since you can't tackle. So you have the Pro Bowl coming up. Like I said, Pro Bowl and all the skill challenges actually coming up. You know, obviously coming up on the 12th. Right? I mean on the 5th. Um, also, in between then, you also have um, NFL Honors coming up on February 9th. Which is basically the NFL's award show. And they use their award show to go ahead and hand out all of their yearly um, yearly awards. Most valuable player, most improved player, comeback player, best team, best moment, defensive player, rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. You know what I mean? Things like that. They, so this is, the, this is the time for all of that. Right? Everybody gets a chance to dress up. They go out. They show off their Sunday best. You know what I mean? They, they show off all their overpriced, all, all of their overpriced jewelry and watches. Everyone saying like, hey, yo, you're just hated. No, I'm not. I just that I follow the Ocho Cinco book of jewelry. <laughs> so understand what I'm saying here. Right? It's like, yo, you gonna know me, you gonna know me. Yo, 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 listen. 
eventually I'm trying to get to a point. And I've been doing, and, and listen, ever since I heard Ocho Cinco say it the first time, I've been like this. Like, he just made too much sense to me because while everybody was playing with jewelry on the field, and I remember if they lost their diamond earrings, you'll see them the next time on the court or on the field looking for their diamond earring because now they, now they just lost a, a 10,000 piece of jewelry while playing a sport. Ocho Cinco lost, loses his earrings. He goes out and gets another one because he's getting his from Claire's and he doesn't care. It just looks good. Who cares if it's real or not? You know his value. You know his name. You know his worth. Why I gotta put? Why I gotta? Why, why I gotta waste my money to try to keep up with the Joneses to try to impress niggas that don't matter? <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> but, but, you, but you understand? It's a it's a toxic it's a toxic belief that we have in the community that has that has to that has that has to go out that has to go out done. Let's remember some of the richest people that 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 actually in the world they dress like bums. But people in the entertainment and, and especially the hip hop community, you have to spend half of your money. Flossing just to try to just to try to prove that you've made it. Nah, Pippin. That's not the move. He was like, yo, why have yo, seriously, I'm, I'm telling you, ever since I remember Ocho Cinco saying it the very first time, and then it was funny, I, I just watched his he just recently had a he just recently had a, a sit down with Shannon Sharp and kind of like re-emphasized some of that. But Yo, ever since I remember him saying that on the, ever since that happened on the field with him, with him losing that area and not sweating it because he was like, "This is it. I got this. I got this in the mall at Claire's." Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like, 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 what kind of fool would I look like? And this is what I realized he was also smart. And a lot of people was giving him credit for, right? It was just that he was putting on antics that people just didn't like. But he was also constantly selling himself, which 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 was making it which which was which was doing better for him than anything else because regardless if he won or lost whether if he won or lost games he still won as long as he won just enough percentage of games he still won and as long as he did his thing on the field he still won right so I, I just really remember that about Ocho Cinco and, and once I remember that I was like yo that this makes so much sense like why are you wasting all that money? It really doesn't. It really, it really doesn't help any. Like, why, 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 why waste all of that money? And he says, like, like I said, you, you don't, you, you just wasted ten thousand. And like I said, and, and if you look at it too now, a lot of people that used to floss back in the day, they don't floss no more because they found out it was pointless. You have diminishing assets. I think what Ultra Cinco said in the interview was, why would he buy something when it's not worth the value of his name? If the value of his name is worth that what he's trying to buy, then why is there a need to buy it just to flaunt it? If it's not something that's appreciating, like like art or a house or some or land or something like that. So he never believed in the cars and the jewelry and stuff like that. Just heard him say he's he's kept about approximately I think sixty five to seventy five percent of his of the NFL salary still has that untouched saved. You don't hear that from a lot of people. And this is also a guy that was also living off of Big Macs during his NFL career. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. That's the crazy thing. Is it about time for the switch over to our switch over our feeds? Nah, we still got some time. What's going on, ABC Seven? I know you guys always spying on me. 
Let's continue to roll up and roll out. What do we have next on, on the on the agenda? Ooh. Something that I really like to do. Something that I really like to do. Let's get that away, because you've been fucking up all day. <laughs> something that I really, really like to talk about. Right? And the NSWNBA. That is the WNB. I didn't have that ready, did I? I already know I don't. Alright, right, that's that's but that's the WNBA. And the WNBA's free agency is coming up soon. And something is happening that I'm that I'm so happy for. I'm so happy for. There is going to be live ESPN hour-long coverage about the WNBA free agency. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yo, big up to my ladies, yo. Respect, respect, respect all day. Right, because... This is what you need, right? The um, WNBA fantasy is just about two hours away. Um, two, two hours. Two days away. Right, a little less than two days away now. Less than 48 hours away right now. Right? And right now, we've already heard what one of the biggest names is possibly on the move. Right? And it's probably already a sign that she's, a, that she's official. But there's one of a big name that's kind of lingering. So if you're paying attention so far, Candace Parker has said that she's going to sign with the Las Vegas Aces. So now you had, you had Candace Parker with AJ Wilson, right, and the rest of whatever that the rest of that and the rest of that Las Vegas squad, and we're probably talking about the Shaq and Kobe of the WNBA. This is going to be us. This is going to be something to see. Las Vegas, as a basketball team, is kind of doing what the Lakers were doing as a as a as as we're doing we're doing as a basketball team. They were uh, even 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 the spark in the early beginnings, but you're really seeing them going like getting names, getting some flashy players, like really going after that chip. Really, I really love what happens in Vegas. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. If I wasn't one of those guys that are fully dedicated to their hometown, right, and I was comfortable jumping all over the place, I probably would have made the Las Vegas Aces my team already. I love what they've been doing there. Love what Mike Davis is doing or Mark Davis, whatever whatever the son's name is, uh, right? I love what he's, I love what he has been going on. I love how he's taking care of the team. I love how they pour money into the team. I love how Kyrie Irving pours money into this team. So far, Kyrie Irving um, has 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 put in over fifty five million dollars, probably almost a hundred million dollars already, just to make sure that salaries are kept up in WNBA to help players fly. You understand because players in the WNBA are still flying, are still flying commercial flight. So they're trying to. So like you know what they're talking about. You know, and you know, WNBA players are over here. Listen, if you can't afford to fly us private, then you shouldn't probably, probably shouldn't afford a team. Stop being stingy at this point in time. Like seriously, stop having them cramped up in coach. Stop having them deal with the regular delays and the re and, and the regular rigmaroles that and it's not to say that it's not to say that they're not regular people, but give them the same respect that we give the NBA the regular NBA players, right? The, the male NBA players. The same respect that we give the MNBA. <laughs> I may start calling it that, the MNBA. <laughs> Just to fuck with people. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, 
Excuse me. Right, so so like big up to Kyrie Irving for, for what he's done there as well, right? And let's hope that the women start getting private flights also added into their added in, in into their benefit package, right? Or the, or the regular everyday package as a WNBA player. As well as more pay, period, right? Because while it's been decent that the pay has gone up, it probably needs to go up one more one more decent jump. So that we can start saying, you know what? Our women no longer need to go overseas to play. So that what happened to Brittany Griner never happens again to another to another American WNBA player. Or to another American athlete, period. We need to go ahead and 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 and, and start getting their contracts up and start getting and start getting them. Bet um a better portion of their collective bargaining agreement. Get that pull up, but also you know what, NBA, I I I commend, I commend Kyrie Irving for stepping in and be like you know what, we make more than enough here. I can I can spare fifty five mil. Here, and I wish every player in the dub in the NBA was like hey. I can spare at least five mil. Here you go. You know what five mil would do from every NBA player? And that's just saying about a mere a minimum five million. I know I know there's not I know some of them can't afford five million. I know I know there's a few that can't afford five million. Alright? How about just how about twenty million from every NBA team? Five or five million from every NBA team? <laughs> you know, if we want to just put it that way, about one million dollars from every NBA W uh, from every NBA. That's not enough. But for some of these guys, you can try to get five million, five million out of a decent amount of them. To be like, hey, how about ten million from every NBA team? Actually, no, I'm not, I'm not even lying. How about twenty million from every NBA team? Like you know what that would do for as as a nice little boost egg. It's like here, go make things happen. Let's get people paid. But also, this is the stuff that isn't talked about enough on enough of the major outlets when it comes to Kyrie, and this is the stuff that isn't talked about. Rep- Repetitively. Like, this isn't a thing that's barked about every day. Until it becomes a thing. Because, see, that's the thing about it. See, that's what you guys miss. It's not the fact that when Kyrie Irving is... When Kyrie Irving is sharing something on social media. Or when Kyrie Irving is not getting vaccinated. It's not the fact that he did it and they moves on. That he did it and something happens. It's that he did it. They keep on bringing it up. Until it becomes a thing. But when it comes to his good stuff, they mention it. And they go about their business. And it's never and it's barely ever told by it's a honorable mention. And they move right on. It's not giving any depth, it's not giving any not giving any weight, it's not giving it's not it's, it's not as it, you don't they don't they don't ask the phone they don't ask the callers 
to call in to, to talk about, hey, what do you think about Kyrie donating 55 mil to the WNBA? Because I want to know what you guys think about that. Like, you guys call, I, you know, my phone line stay open. My nose is really itchy. It's not what you guys think. Just, just itching right now. Tickling like a motherfucker. You know what, though? Also, I think my headache may have gone away fully. Finally. Yeah, I've been dealing with a headache for almost a week now. I know, I know when I was on the air Friday, I think I told you guys I still had that headache. Tell me if I, if I if I had the headache on Wednesday or not. I think, feel like I had it. I forgot like I had it last Tuesday, and it finally went away today. But now I have a different issue. My chest hurts now. <laughs> Listen, man, it's, it's just one of those times. It's one of those times. It's just one of those times. I'm sorry. So back to it. So we have Ken. Like I said, so we have Candace Parker. She's going to Las Vegas Aces, right? And with her on the Aces, and that's it, the Aces were already one of the favorites to win a WNBA championship, right, in the upcoming year. So on top of that, they just greatly increased their odds that they're going to win a championship because we just saw what Candace Parker did for Chicago and what she has been doing in the, la in the later part of her career. And, and it's crazy, too, because I don't know why I thought that her move to Chicago was going to be a retirement move. But now Candace is like, yo, I can help another young squad out. Like, we can do the damn thing. <laughs> Let's get in here. Now, there is a name that I'm very interested in. I mentioned it in the intro. And that is one Brianna Stewart. Yeah, Bree Bree. Brianna Stewart may be on the move from Seattle. Now... I remember this. I remember similar news popping up a couple years ago, and I remember she went right back and and signed with Seattle. And it was the New York Knicks, and it was New York Liberty again. Like they, it was a New York Liberty in the news again. And, and that time I thought that they had just that they had, they were just using the New York market and, and the Liberty as a lever um, as leverage to you know to negotiate. But now they're showing the Jake Paul and Roman Reigns match, which I am telling you, I am telling you, Jake Paul is a hell of a wrestler. Because <laughs> because at this point he's also just a hell of an athlete by now, right? But he is a hell of a wrestler, and he sells it. And if he never boxes ever again in his life, he'll have a real, he'll have a career in wrestling. And most likely, the way he's looking. Whenever he's done boxing, he's going to have a career in wrestling. They are teaching and grooming this kid. And I'm telling you right now. Ooh. I'm telling you right now that. I can very easily see. If he wanted to come to and wrestle for, and be a WWE star for a living, right? And, and start doing this all the time. Them making him a champion. 
I don't know what level of... Like, definitely like a United States or Intercontinental Champion, right? I don't know about Heavyweight Champion. He, he'll win one at least. He'll at least... Not while Roman Reigns has both of them, no. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> Portland Trailblazers up 116-109 with, with just about four minutes left to go in the game. Oh, that's where he got the phone from. I never did see where he got the phone from. He got the phone from a fan. Or maybe, actually, no, 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 no. That was not a fan. I just saw who that was. That's his boy. I think that's the dude that he does his podcast with. Impulsive. Okay, let's continue, let's continue, let's continue. So. Okay. Okay, thank you. But, you know, I didn't need all that. <laughs> so, dude, we have Brianna Stewart and she's on the move. Alright, and, like I said. She's, they said that she may come to the Liberty. Now, for some odd reason, right, this time seems more believable, I guess I guess is the word, than last time. And I guess that's, that's really what it boils down to, right, is that this time around it seems more believable. Just seems a little bit more believable. Seems like it may actually be a thing that can happen. And if that happens, oh man, if that happens, you have to understand, Knicks fans. Knicks fans. <laughs> you have to understand. You have to understand, Liberty fans. This may be the year. Like, if if we have Brianna Stewart to go along with Jean Quill Jones and then and then Sabrina Inyaska. And I keep forgetting the other young, um, the lovely little young guard that they have now as well too. You combine that. Also, if I'm not mistaken, is, it, is Kelsey Plum still on the team? Oh, she already left. No, no, she. Oh, they can't remember. I didn't look up their. I didn't look up their roster beforehand. Damn, I'm a little surprised. I always get surprised how much WNBA, at least a little bit of WNBA that I know. Don't be thinking I'll be watching enough sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I really don't be thinking like I I'd be watching enough WM. And I don't, and honestly, I, I could still watch a whole lot more. Mm -mm -mm. Oh yeah, that's good. Like there's always a little bit more I can watch. But you add Brianna Stewart to this Liberty team. Like I said, to go along with Jacqueline Jones, to go along with Inyaska. And and with the coach that we have, the defense, the three point rate, the three point making, and now you add the championship pedigree 
and the skill set of Breonna Stewart, to go along also with the championship pedigree of Jean-Claude Jones, like you have those two guys, or ladies, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. It's going to be something to see. And I'm telling you guys right now, you may not know this, right? You may or you may not know this, but if you listen, if you listen to the show, then, you're, then you may be familiar with this. But the WNBA season, if you guys are, are, are unaware, is only, and I, and I really do mean this, is only 24, no, is it 24.99? Was it 16? 99 Still, let's call let's call it 24.99. I thought it was 16.99. But let's say it's 24.99. But it's only 24.99 for the whole entire year. That's what I paid last year. Right? <laughs> so Here's to hoping the same thing happens again this year. But, yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about here. That's exactly what we're talking about here. We're talking about $24.99 to get the whole entire season of the WNBA. Every single game, every single team, highlights, replays, live events, we're talking about watching it on your tablet, on your phone, and very now, recently, they just finally got it on the TV. Not the TV, but like on an Amazon Fire Stick and stuff like that. Because that was the thing before. They didn't have it for that, and I think that's when it was $16.99. I think that's when it was I think I thought it was cheaper than that. Maybe that's when it was $16.99. And now with it being... And now with them on TV now, I think now it's $24.99. But like I said, we're talking about less than $25 for a whole entire season of sports. And if that can't convince you like, to, to want to get into the WNBA, like, I don't know what does. Like, stop, like, seriously, like, that alone makes me just want to support them because it's easy to support and I get to watch more basketball. And I love basketball. More than anything else, I love basketball. That's me. That's the Mighty Sports Podcast. That's the that's what that's how I am. I love me some basketball. So you give me a way to watch basketball all the goddamn time, then at my leisure, then that's what I'm going to do. And that's a very easy way to do it. And also, as you can hear, I want to find a way to, to be able to give support to the WNBA. And the only way that I can, I can feel that I can, I can really give support is to subscribe to the WNBA and make sure that I'm part, of the, I'm part of the millions of subscribers that puts money into the collective bargaining pool. I do have to start buying some merch, though. But it, it, it's not going to be for me. It's going to be for my niece. The thing that sucks, the thing that absolutely sucks is that... There's no team down here in Miami. Again, I'm 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 gonna keep doing this, right? I'm I'm gonna keep doing this, right? Like yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep calling out guys like Dwayne Wade. I'm gonna keep calling out people like Pitbull. I'm gonna keep calling out people um like Rick Ross, right? I'm gonna keep calling guys like that out that should have enough money to get a fucking WNBA team put together. 
Like, you want to buy into a sports league? You want to buy a sports team? Do that. Buy a WNBA team. Come put it in South Florida. So I could take my niece to, to games. And be make her become a fan. Because you know what I'm going to end up having to do now? I'm going to buy her Sabrina Ineascu sh- um, um, t-shirt. She, she's going to get New York Liberty um, swag from me. That's how I support them. I would like to get her, like, honestly, I'm telling you right now. There's not a lot of leagues that can get me to switch over to a Florida team. Hockey, you're one of them. Right? Florida Panthers, like, you can buy my, you can buy my fandom, right? Send me some merch. Hit, hook me up. I will be a fan. I'm not that, I'm not that much into hockey. I could be easily swooned. The soccer team down here. I can be easily swooned. Whatever the Palm Beach team is, right? <laughs> they put a WNBA team here. I am there automatically. Automatically, I am there. Don't even have to worry about it. Okay, good. I almost messed up. And started this game over. Okay, this Portland game is now 119 to 117. Portland is still up. You see Devontae Murray out here doing his thing, folks. Taking Damian Lillard to the lane. Over here pulling up, drawing some contact, light contact, and now making himself to the foul line. Oh, yeah, definitely didn't get contact. And look at that. Damian Lillard didn't even complain. Didn't complain, didn't cry, didn't fuss, didn't fight, didn't even look. Didn't even look at the referee sideways like just. Yeah, I got him. Accountability. Accountability. I don't think Lakers have accountability right now. That's probably why they can't win games. And that's the reason why for the third straight year, the New York Knicks are going to have a better record than the the L.A. Lakers. Since Tom Thibodeau has taken over the Knicks, they've had a better record than the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. What? I thought we did this already. This is bullshit. <clears throat> My Hulu reset. I was gonna turn. I was gonna put on the next wrestling event. I guess we'll just keep on basketball for now. Be excited, Liberty fans. Be excited, and hope that we get Brianna Stewart. I, I guess they. I guess they're coming down to the wire of breaking up whatever was going on in Seattle. I think. I think. I think. Always. Ah, damn it. It was is it Deanna Tarasi who was playing for them? Or is that the one I'm thinking about? Who was playing in Seattle? And I'm trying to think if she retired. And if that would be a reason why now Brianna Stewart would want to come to the Liberty. I'm gonna have to research that. I'm gonna have to research that. That just popped into my head. That just popped into my head. I'm wondering if if she was playing with, I'm trying to remember if Deanna Tarasi was on Seattle. That's what, that's what I can't remember. And if the end of last year was her last year, I think she just retired last year. And if I'm not thinking about Deanna Taurasi, if I'm thinking about Sue Bird, and if that was her last year. So I'm thinking about, so that's the scenario I'm thinking about. If she played with, I'm trying to remember which one she played with. And if they retired last year. Because 
if that's the case, that means they may be breaking up. Uh, and Breonna Stewart says, she's like, you know what? This chapter with this individual is now over here in Seattle. Let me go ahead and move on. And let me see now if I can win somewhere else. And if that's her mind frame, yeah, boy, yeah, boy, yeah, boy. I'm telling you right now, you want this girl to be on the squad for reals, for real. This Liberty team has already has already been improving over the last couple of years since they've since they've acquired Sabrina, right? Now we've got a new now we got a new coach last year that that instilled that instilled a whole new set of fundamentals that helped the, that that helped the whole entire squad improve as well as adding John Quill Jones. Now you're talking about second year with this coach, right? Another year with John Quill Jones and another year of Sabrina Anayasku um, um improving. I want to say there was Kelsey Plum, but I may be mistaken somebody else for her um who was on this team as well um as the other young guard. But you get her in another year here, and now you add now you add Brianna. This is the recipe for a championship team if not this year then definitely by next year but th this happening this year is very possible expect a deep run by the liberty expect some excitement expect a decent record be locked in get locked in and get locked in early the liberty is going to be on fire and the liberty won't be lit up all green and white trying to represent the fucking philadelphia eagles like the like the empire trash building still can't believe they did that while the WNBA free agency is just about two days away, you have the NBA free agency, NBA trade deadline that's popping up in three days, right? So there's not a lot of big names on the marquee that we know of. There's still one guy out there that I really oh 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 we see a three pointer by Portland. Who hit that? I, I don't I don't um Simmons okay. So Simmons just Anthony Simmons just hit that just just hit a three pointer. The game was tied one twenty one all. You just put Portland up by three one twenty four one twenty one with thirty four seconds left in the game. Exactly thirty four seconds left in the game. Of course, you know Atlanta took a timeout. I don't know if they took. I don't know if they inbound the ball first and took a timeout. To, uh, but Atlanta is going to take a timeout right now. We got a little television timeout going on. We'll keep you guys updated. It's the last game of the evening. So yeah, I'm gonna think I am a little upset that I have to sign back in. Maybe I have it signed in here. And if that's the case, then when this is over, then I'll switch over to a, to a wrestling event. And start watching January's wrestling events because I have to watch SummerSlam because I have to see. I've had a prediction. Right? For two individuals returns. Right? And a definite winner. I've had a pred and I thought somebody was I thought Charlotte Flea was gonna wait to come back to the Royal Rumble, but she came back earlier than that. She came back before the end of the year. And became and became sixteen, fourteen time women's champion before the end before the year ended. But I assume that Big E and also Cody Rhodes is gonna come back by the Royal Rumble. I said that about I said that, I said that about Cody Rhodes as soon as he got injured. And based off of the track that Cody Rhodes was going, I'm assuming they're gonna have him win the Royal Rumble. <laughs> and if there's anybody that they're gonna have break the streak of Roman Reigns. 
and separate those belts for a while, it's going to be Cody Rhodes. It's going to be Cody Rhodes. Now, I just wonder, when he loses, when Roman Reigns loses, is it for the SmackDown belt? Is it for the Universal title? Or is it for both? That's what I'm curious about. Or uh, when he loses, do they pull somewhere to like, oh, no, dog, we weren't putting both titles up on a thing. We only said the SmackDown champion. We only said the Universal Championship. So I'm still the SmackDown champion. And I'm coming for, you know, like, I wonder how that's going to go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see how that plays out. And I've been making sure I stay very far away from anything wrestling related because I don't want to know any Royal Rumble stuff. And I was... <coughs> I was really hoping to catch up by by the time the Royal Rumble happened, but I lied to myself and I lied to all of you on the air and I said I was going to watch all of this wrestling over the weekend and then when the weekend started, I realized, oh my God, this is rivalry week um, and I'm not going to watch any wrestling on Saturday and also on Sunday end up being football. I was like, yeah, that's not happening too much either. Also, I worked on Saturday morning. I worked on Sunday morning as well too. Sorry, I'm still trying to see if my head's still hurting. We're done Sunday morning as well, so we'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Not my, what, what the fuck you just said? Ah, no, I worked, on, I worked Sunday morning. <laughs> I was talking about this game. Sorry, I realized, <laughs> I realized I mixed my speech with my thought a while ago. All right, so... I work Sunday morning, so I didn't get a chance to like to squeeze in any wrestling before the game started. And the game started, and that was that. Right, it was a, it was a wrap. So I got I got I squeezed in some I squeezed in some wrestling today, and from what we ju what just finished, I've officially finished everything from 2022. Now I was gonna catch up on January for SmackDown and Raw. So we're talking about another eight episodes at an hour and a half a piece. So I'll probably be ready just about Wednesday to go ahead and sit to I'll be talk to you guys about the Royal Rumble winners. And if Cody Rhodes makes an appearance, oh yeah, he's definitely winning. I'm telling you right now, he's winning. He's winning. And if you want to ready and and I'm right, then I'm go back to the old podcast. Go back to the go back to to the to go back to the very old podcast. You, you click my titles. I'm pretty sure it's going to be in one of the titles that, that I talked about. Um but when Cody Rhodes got injured, I was like, oh, yeah, he is going to, if he, if he can make that timeline, he'll be back by the Royal, by Royal Rumble. If, there was, if the timeline was set, and I was thinking about, and he was going to come into the Royal Rumble and win the Royal Rumble. So I'm looking, I'm looking for it. I'm looking to see how that plays out. Something's just, I can't say WWE is, is predictable, but if your mind is creative enough to follow certain patterns, You'll you'll find, you'll stumble upon a gem right, or or a pattern or two that you may notice and and then you'll make your predictions to kind of see if you're right. Like I'm telling you guys, I so wished, I so forgot to put in my bet for the Philadelphia Eagles on the alternative line of plus nine to win two thirty. Man. <clears throat> Let me get plus two thirty. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that one. I, I don't. I don't know why I had faith in that one. There was another one for plus six as well too. All right, and I was very much talking myself into taking a plus six and playing it safe. <laughs> right? I really was. 
I was really, I was really trying to talk myself into taking the plus six and playing it safe, but it all started from me wanting to take the plus nine, and then, and then I saw that plus six, and I was like, ooh, that is kind of safe. I mean, I was kind of certain about, I, I was feeling strong about plus nine, but I'm. I can damn near guarantee a plus six. <laughs> like, you never know. Like, a field goal right at the end. You know what I mean? Maybe suddenly. Like, I, I was like, I don't know. You know, a ten-point lead turns into now a seven-point lead. You know, I don't know. So, like I said, NBA trade the trade deadline is popping up around the corner, right? So they the trade deadline is just about three days away. We just fin we just turned over to midnight, so now it's just about two days away. And like I said, there's no there's no big names out there. There really aren't any big names out there. I'm I'm hoping that because you're not hearing about any significant names, right? That there are some, and I wouldn't call them big names, but what's the right word? Noticeable enough a names that them leaving their current team matters, matters big time to that team. And the team that they go to is going to be stealing something, getting something real... And, I, and I, I've, I've mentioned this name before. I've been talking about this name for about two years. I, I'll, I will talk about him again in a second as I'll as I, as, as I give you an example of what I mean. D'Angelo Russell, he's not one of them. But his name was out there. But it's And, and I know that he kind of wanted to trade and he kind of wanted to leave. But they have pretty much talked um, talked in the state. And the way he have, he's been playing lately, they're saying, like, nah, you're not going anywhere. We're going to keep you. You're staying. Why would we trade you? So we'll see what's happening with them, but this this um, Minnesota is set to be keeping D'Angelo Russell. You also have the name that I that I spoke to you about is ready with the well, with the Toronto Raptors, um, OG Olawakambi with the Toronto Raptors. Now he is being coveted by the New York Knicks. We have John Collins as well for the Atlanta Hawks. I don't have who's coveting him as of yet, but he is on the trade block as well. <clears throat> You have Jay Crowder from the Phoenix Suns, right? Um, he's being coveted right now by the Milwaukee Bucks, as they as the, as Phoenix has given him permission to talk to Milwaukee. Um, you have Benny Highland, right, from Denver. He's in talks with Minnesota, so that's interesting that Minnesota's not willing to change D'Angelo Russell, but Denver's in talk with Minnesota about possibly about possibly acquiring Benny Highland. So we'll see if 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 D'Angelo Russell really isn't. Ooh, Damian Lillard gets the ball. Damian Lillard's being chased. Runs up the clock a little bit. Finally fouled. The 3.1 seconds left. 125-127. Devontae Murray finally catches him. (laughs) 
We have Jalen McDaniels also in trade talks, and also Darian Finney-Smith also in trade talks. So you see what I'm saying? Like, there's no big names, really being, um, really, really being presented in there. So I, right, as 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 in the trade rumor. So it makes me hope Damian Lillard tonight, 41 points, 10 for 21 from the field goal range, um, five for 12 from three, perfect 16 for 16 from the free throw line, six assists. Right now, it's coming as a plus minus of five, and let's make this perfect 17 to 17. He just did that, and he puts his team back up by four with 3.1 seconds left. Atlanta throws a Hail Mary. Devonta Murray shoots. He's misses. The game is over. They just let them have that game. It's like, we're not even going to challenge you. We're not going to try to, like, accidentally foul you. No, nothing. Devonta Murray put up 40 points today. Uh, let's see. Bondanovich, 23. Collins, 16. Um, Griffin put up 13 and Hunter grab um, put up 10. Murray had eight and seven, eight rebounds and seven assists. That is, uh, and I didn't get to see the rest of Portland's um, numbers. But Damian Lillard with 42.6 assists, Jerry and Grant 22 points and two blocks. What else we have here? And NBA and NBA announced that TNT will air the 2023 NBA draft as a new live pregame segment at the 2023 All-Star Game on Sunday, February 19th at 7.30. That's what I was telling you guys about. I have used. I think I was mentioning this guys on live on, <clears throat> on Wednesday. There's a little bit more information. So, yeah, the All-Star Draft is going to be a pregame now. It's going to be part of the pregame show, pregame events. Oh, look at them back coming back with the 80 shoulder style. I see you. Look at Candace out here doing her commentating and shit like she ain't just leave to go to Las Vegas. I also wonder if that was also to make things easier for her. I wonder where the NBA studio was at that she presents out of. I wonder if it's out of New York or if it's out of L.A. And if it's out of LA, I could also see why going to Las Vegas would also be a better move for her as well. It keeps her closer to her media obligations. Those media obligations didn't stop. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, those media obligations didn't fully stop when she became a player. Unless she was just injured at that time. I don't remember her media obligations really stopped when she became a player. She also took those on as well. So I wonder how taxing those things are. And if she, and if part of that move and if any part of that move had anything to do with that as well, I'm gonna keep my ear out. I'm gonna keep my ear out. I'm gonna keep looking at this. <clears throat> so, one of the names that are constantly on my radar, as we as you see, Ru Huchimaro just recently just recently go to the L.A. Lakers is Bradley Beal. It's Bradley Beal. We know we know players these days. They basically they basically have learned to opt in to your contract with your current team. Take their money and then ask for your trade instead of getting the 30 million less on the market. They force you to opt into your car. Like, like, that's what players have been doing. So, I wouldn't be surprised to see if Bradley Beal comes up on the market. If Bradley Beal comes up on uh, is available for a trade, then if I'm the New York Knicks, then yeah, you trade Cam Reddish, you trade Emmanuel quickly, you give them four first round picks. And you may have to give up Obi Toppin. Or Quentin Grimes. It may have to be two players and two first round picks. Oh, 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 did I say three players already? Cam Reddish, Emmanuel Quickly, maybe one of a player and four first round picks. And if that's what they want, you give them that for Bradley Beal. Because you'll have what you want. Or, 
if you have to give up R.J. Barrett and maybe three first-round picks, you do that. <laughs> like, like, I'm serious. <laughs> like, I know people think it up crazy, but no, you, you definitely you do that. You just changed colors on me. Why did you do that? Hmm. My camera just did something weird. Like, I thought it had, like, some kind of weird blue U on it for a second there. And now that whatever it did. Okay, never mind. I think my dumbass just figured it out. <laughs> you did too, right? Yeah, it's definitely that because now it looks white. Okay, I see what's going on here. Screw you, buddy. That's dope as fuck, ain't it? That championship belt is what I mean. Ooh, let's go. Let's see if I can get wrestling. Let's see. Let's see where I signed into my wrestling. Let's see where I signed into my Hulu account at, because that one's telling me to re-sign back in, and I thought I did that already. You ain't shit. Let's see. Is that gonna force you to change again? You ain't shit. How you do that? He won't even change back. You're an asshole. I really thought we took care of this already. I have one more remote to try. And I don't know where that remote is at. So I guess we won't be catching up on any more wrestling tonight. Okay, eh. sirrah, sirrah. Let's get back into the sports. <clears throat> I still kind of hope... I'm still kind of... Oh, bare knuckle... Fighting league. Shit. <laughs> yes. Please. All right. Let me see. They have some. They have some ACC basketball classic. North Carolina versus Wake Forest, 2018, 2019. Cam Johnson leads the Tar Heels into Winston Salem. Let's see. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we got choices. We got choices. But that we got some esports we can watch. But that bare knuckle fighting league, that thing just popped out at me like, hey yo, hey, what about me, B? Like I'm here too. Fuck it, let's put this on. It's gonna be gruesome. Ooh, let's go. Oh, oh, he's covering up. Oh, oh, he went down. Pun punches and bunches. I think I'm fine. I'm good. Stopped it. Eye is cut. So the the bare knuckle league fights in a circled ring. This is interesting. As you see, every sport adopt down their own ring style. You know, you have the octagon, then you have the squared rings, the squared circles, or whatever. Now you actually have a circle circle. I almost call it a square circle. I was like, oh, it's a ring circle. It's a circled ring. <laughs> no, it's a real circle ring. Punch, punches and bunches. Oh, mouthpiece came off. Then he, oh, then he caught him on the cheek. Hung him up. Oh, then he went down. Oh, then he comes in again. Spits his mouthpiece out. Oh, that's why I kept the speed in the mouthpiece out. And then he goes down again. Telling him I'm good. Nah, you ain't good, B. You done. You basically quitting. You're kind of asking for the ref to stop the fight for you. And then you want to say, like, I'm good. Sheesh. Between this 
and the slap and that new slap league, man, this is some harsh shit. God damn, <laughs> like put back on the gloves, man. Like you understand? Pretty soon. We're gonna get back into weaponized combat sports. <laughs> Watch. <laughs> you just wait. We are getting so close. We are getting so close. It's gonna start off with sticks. Watch. It's gonna start off with sticks. It's gonna be it's gonna literally start off. Oh my god. With all of those competitions, but all of those being stick forms. And then one day we'll get to blades. And then we'll just accept it as a society. May not be alive for that one, but we'll see. Hopefully I am. That'll be interesting. Alright. So yeah, I'm, I'm really and truly... Open that Bradley Bill pops up open on the market. And if there's some low-key talks, I really hope they can get my... But I also will find it odd that somebody like Bradley Bill could be available for trade. All right. right, somebody like Bradley Bill could be available for trade. And they not... And there be no rumors about it. I can understand some of these other pieces, but or I, or I can even understand maybe somebody being available for trade and a team swoops in there that you didn't think was in the is no running. But for a guy like Bradley Bill, period, to be available for trade, that makes me wonder. So that's what makes me wonder, period, because the names that I gave you are some of the most unspectacular names that we've ever had at the trade deadline. It's almost like everybody is locked into their contract and nobody is available, which makes me think that somebody is available and there's somebody really keeping it out of under wraps for once. Like for once, they're, out there like, yo, we don't want this to leak. Like if you, if this leaks deal is done, <laughs> you understand? Like... So I am, I am very curious if we're, if there's gonna be are we gonna we're we gonna come back and we're gonna check obviously because we'll probably have our answer by Friday so we'll check on Friday's show All right actually you know what let's go ahead and write that in for Friday's show free agency results. And let's and because one of the first things I want to see is any of these guys that I mentioned to you today, if any of them happened to move, of on if any of them stayed. And then after that, if and nobody anybody that we weren't expecting, if they if they made a move, and exactly where did they move to? Because you heard what Shaq said, like. Lakers got got Huchimara, but it was like I can't I like I don't like who like Huchimara doesn't move the needle for me. What about Bradley Bill? And I've been talking about Bradley Bill for a couple of years now. Like what about Bradley Bill? We know 
There's a level of unhappiness there because they're not quite doing their thug dizzle. So how come we can't find a way to get Bradley Beal out of there? I really hope there's something in the working. Because the Knicks need to find their next piece. Their next piece needs to come from somewhere. Julius Randle is nice and... Where did that noise come from? Julius Randle, he's nice and he's okay. Right? Jalen Brunson, he's nice and he's okay. You have a lot of nice, okay pieces. You need a guy that is a bona fide killer, bona fide problem that doubles their output on a given night every single night consistently. Basically, the other team is going to have to force the double team, but also which makes those guys better, which makes what those guys do now on a regular basis even more beneficial. Because now they never ever become the bulk of attention. Because at the moment they become the bulk of attention, they no longer perform the same. These guys are always the bulk of attention, and they always manage to put up 30, always manage to put up 25, always, you know, put up 40-point games in six-game stretches. Now, Julius Randle has been doing some of that. Julius Randle just hasn't, actually, I shouldn't say he hasn't been worth the double team. It's just that he can't work the double team. <laughs> or it's not really equated to winning. And also, at times... This is just what the Knicks are. The Knicks with Julius Randle even doing this is just what they are. Six seed, seven seed, five seed, eight seed. If this was the old format, they'll be a playoff team in the regular sense of it. As it currently goes right now, they're just a postseason team. Which doesn't guarantee playoffs. You may because you may have to be you may succumb be succumb to the play in. So so they need a guy that can put them into the top three. I think that could be Bradley Beal. I think that could be a guy like Bradley Beal. I've heard a weird name pop up. I've heard a, re a weird name pop up for the offseason. And that name is Kyrie Irving. Again. And, oh my God. I'll tell you right now. As I said, I was, I've, been, I've been impressed with Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie Irving comes to Brooklyn, I mean, comes to the decides to come to the New York Knicks, right? He has to know what he's getting himself into, right? As I said, anybody that comes to the Knicks now, they know what they're getting themselves into, because you know the culture, you know the coach Tom Thibodeau, you know you're going to be forced to play defense, you know you're going to be coached up, and you're going to be forced to work. With everybody else doing what, it, what they're doing, Kyrie, like, uh, Kyrie Irving is kind of the perfect match. That's the reason why Donovan Mitchell would have fit so well. That's the reason why Donovan Mitchell probably was the perfect fit. To plug in that shooting guard. And have him be the guy. And then Jalen Brunson could also be the guy. And then also, you understand, because it would have given you four guys that could put up 20 points in a game. For one guy that was definitely putting up 30. We had Julius Randle that was definitely going to get his 20 and 10. You had Jalen Brunson that was probably going to, always going to get his 20 and 8. 
it was just it would just be up to RJ Barrett because he keep putting up a twenty burger as well. And you have that, and you have, a, and you have, and you have a formula for constantly putting up over hundred points a game with a bona fide closer. I guess that's what I'm looking for. They don't have that bona fide closer, that bona fide closer killer. They don't have that King Cobra yet. Let's see. We've had a couple of movements going on going on in the NBA this past week. You know, what? let's let's get something new in here, right? Something I've been. Hey now, Wait, what? <laughs> Listen, let's get something new in here. Something that I have been working on, right? And you know what? Though every once in a while we don't do this very often, but we will give you a nice little rundown of the power rankings. So let's go ahead and get these power rankings ready for you. And listen, just the top five. Nothing major. Nothing special. Let's get a bit. Coming in at number five, we have the Memphis Grizzlies, right? They recently just fell. They have a record of 32 and 18. Right their next three games, they're going to be taking on the Portland Trail Blazers of Cleveland. Wait, was that tonight? No, that was Atlanta. Portland Trail Blazers, Cleveland Cavaliers, and also the Toronto Raptors. Also, next up, coming in at number four. Four. Right? We have... The Milwaukee Bucks coming in at number four, right? Hold on one second. Oh, 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 oh. I see that and I feel it. Oh, that's going to sound great on here. Oh, man. I told you, these allergies are no joke. Okay. Right, coming in at number four, we had the Milwaukee Bucks. Current record of 33 and 17. Right, they, 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 they. Ooh. I forgot to drop down their numbers if they fell or they dropped. So I don't know if they stayed the same as well. But for them, they have remaining in their schedule, right, for this coming up week. They're going to be facing. Now, okay, let me, let me, let me do this a little bit of help. Memphis, Memphis has some issues, right? Memphis has a bunch of issues. And ever since they got into their beef with. Shannon Sharp, right? Which I really was trying to figure out when did they start this losing streak. Ever since they got into their beef with Shannon Sharp, oh look at this next round of the, of the bare knuckle fight. Oh, he caught one on the chin. I'm telling you, you see this, you see what you see in like with the bare knuckle fighting thing, right? I don't know why I feel like the key here is punches and bunches, like a real fight. Like listen, man, like ain't no setups, ain't ain't a lot of jabbing going on. Like you want to force this guy to like to eat your shit. And constantly have to deal with that, like on their bare body and face. Ooh, but you do see what? What do you do? One second, I gotta hear this penalty. What? Oh, okay. He caught him with a backhand. I was like, I, I don't know what I saw. <laughs> I thought, I thought he couldn't duck. Okay, so there was no warning. Ooh, they said there was no warning in that he he went straight to a point deduction. There's a lot of haymakers thrown in the bare knuckle brawl, right? A bare knuckle fighting championship fight, right? That's what it's called. 
but Fight Club. I don't know what the 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 C stands for in B K F C. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a lot of there's not there's a lot of feints there, but you see, but you do see. Okay, they go, they go some jabbing. You see after ooh ooh ooh, after the flurry of of punches that come out in the first ooh ooh. Take a point away from him as well. Hey yo. Oh yeah, it was right there. Sorry, I'm watching this flurry go back and forth. I apologize. I, I don't even know how to describe this right now. It's a lot of haymakers. It's a lot of hooks. Right? It looks like a regular fight. Right? Honestly, it looks like a regular fight. A lot of haymakers, a lot of hooks, a lot of wild punches, a lot of big swings, a lot of early misses, a lot of big, like probably being able to telegraph like the person's throwing duck underneath it. Right? And then when you're gassed after 90 seconds of throwing everything that you have, then you kind of see them jabbing each other out. But I think I see a, already a pattern. A lot of punches in bunches early on. See if you can devastate your opponent. Because jabbing doesn't doesn't work early. But when you all when you're both tired, that's when that other technique um that's when that other jabbing other technique comes on. Ah, I see some more jabbing coming on from from dude buddy in the white shorts. Who's that brazier? Perry. Let's see. They don't have the name. And I'm watching Paige versus Perry. This is a middleweight main event. I also don't know how old this is, too. This is a thriller event. But they going after it. They going after it. Boy, god damn. Yo, they, he is lumped and he is leaking all over the place. And the referee just the referee just stopped it. And, and and brought him over to the judge. This is the, the same dude in the white in the white shorts that started using the jab technique. Okay, doctor, look at where the cuts are at. He said everything was good. He's calling him back into the. He's calling him back into the ring. Okay, this is round two of five. Hey yo, I'm telling you, like I'm watching this and I'm like, shit, because you get lumped up fast. You could oh, he did the backhand again. It's a habit that he has. Bam, bam, got oh backhand again. <laughs> Another point. <laughs> he keeps backhanding him. <laughs> we got ten minutes left into the show. Oh, this is funny. I gotta get. It. I, okay, let's let's finish up here, right? I didn't even know I was gonna be enjoying this so much. It's because he keeps getting fired. He's fucking the dude up, right? So dude, I haven't figured out who he is yet. But Buddy in the black shorts. He's fucking with the dude in the white shorts. But he keeps getting penalized for backhands. And it's just a habit. He comes in here, they clinch, and he just comes right back. Like, can you do that in boxing? Can't remember. But I guess there's none of that in the thing. It has to be all straight punches, hooks. Man, these clinches are well. Did he catch it with an elbow right there? Ooh, that one hurt. That one hurt. He caught him to the liver. Ooh, ooh. 11 seconds left. 10. Nah, they still jabbing. They going after it. 
Dude's eye is leaking. He's wiping the blood away. Wipe the blood away twice. Now the referee's going to examine him for blood. He saw it twice. He wiped away the blood. So now they're going to examine and see if that cut is in a bad place to get into his eye. That's what they're looking at. Okay, it's like he can continue. He's good. Okay, they're both good. I'll have 10 seconds left to go in this second round. Little jab. Fainting each other out. And it's time. Alrighty. Uh, somebody's going down in this third. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Somebody is going down in this third. They're not going to last. Or it's going to stop in this third. They're, neither one of them is going to last much longer. Jesus. And you can see there, like, there's broken noses that has happened right here. Hit him right there. Open, damn, hit him in the forehead. Open up the cut. Bam, caught him. Damn, man, there goes the backhand again. They're showing the replay. Okay, let's continue, right? So we had, like I said, we had Memphis. We have we had Memphis in at number five in the power rankings, right? They've been falling, right? They fell all the way, if I'm not mistaken, from number three, right? And currently right now, they've been in a slum ever since... They've been in a slum ever since they faced... Let's get this turned around. Apparently, I keep leaning this way. <laughs> but they've been in a slum ever since they... Ever since they faced... Ever since they faced the Lakers and they got into that beef with Shannon Sharp. Right? They've lost... They've lost, if I'm not mistaken, about six of their last seven games or five of their last six games or maybe all of their last five games. Right? So, they, so they've really... They've really been... They, they've really been on a slump lately. Their next opponents are, are Portland, Cleveland, and Toronto, and neither one of them are also guaranteed wins. Portland, like I said, Damian Lillard, Anthony Simmons, Chauncey Billups. This this has been a rejuvenated Portland squad this year, and when they play Memphis, they're not going to go down easily. Then you're talking about facing Cleveland, and I'm not, and I'm gonna have to check and see if by then, if the hamstring of Donovan Mitchell. Ooh, ooh, god damn, he knocked him out of the ring. Stumbled hard. Doing the black shorts got caught. I missed it. Are you good? I'm good. Let's go. Alright. Let's see. Ooh, comes at him. Right dude doing the white. She comes out with a jab. Puts him in there. Um, puts, him, puts his forearm in his neck. Bunches and pu bunches, punches and bunches, punches and bunches. Doing the black shorts is covering up. He's covering up. He's covering up. Referee stops it. It's a wrap. And I thought, dude, in the white shorts was losing. Hey, yo. <laughs> That's a whole. Oh wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is a whole station to this. Don't tell me that. Hold on. Let me see the stations. Okay, FUBU Sports Network. But Beer Knuckles Championship tonight, all the way up until like 3 o'clock in the morning. And they got some classic boxing. And it's crazy that I'm already on the FUBU Sports Network. Like I was automatically stopping here and didn't realize it. But hey, yo, let's continue. I forgot we still had less than 10 minutes left into this into the podcast. Right, yeah, so, so Memphis is going to have some problems. They, they, they're going to have some problems. They're going to really have to... 
They're going to have to really figure themselves out because they've been taking a slide lately. And they've been talking big. They, they've been talking big. Remember, right before that incident with Shannon Sharp, um, John Morant made a, um, did an interview and he said, listen, the only person that they see as a problem in the West is Boston because they don't see nobody in the West. So now, now, they've put, now they've put a big ass target on their back. You got five minutes left into the podcast. Damn, it's that time already? Number four in the power rankings is, is Milwaukee with a record of 33 and 17. Their next three games is going to be against Charlotte, the Clippers, and Miami. Charlotte is probably going to be okay. I'm not worried about Toronto, to be honest with you. That's, that's why I didn't talk about Toronto. Memphis, Memphis probably has to worry about Memphis only really has to worry about Portland and Cleveland. But for Milwaukee, they have Charlotte, Clippers, and and Miami. Charlotte, not too worried about them. They'll probably end up winning against Charlotte. Um. For the Clippers, you never know what version of the Clippers you're going to get. But let's assume that Milwaukee has, uh, you know what I mean, just already already is going to come in there with with some gripes to, to pick any anytime they're going to be playing against any type of team that Kawhi Leonard is on. And then coming down to, to Miami, that's a, division of, that's a division opponent that has eliminated you out the playoffs before. So you're going to want to try to take them seriously. <laughs> like, you know, there's a little gripe there. Like, I'm surprised, to be honest with you, that... Ooh. Damn. So, you know, what happened is that dude in the, in, in the black shorts, he, he came in... Actually, there's a lot of wild swings. So he swung. Then the white shorts came underneath it, came up, Tyson style, caught him with the hook, right on the chin, completely rocked him. Right? Next you know, you saw a dude standing there for a second like, oh, shit, you can ring my bell, ring my bell, my bell, ring, ring, and I started covering up. Boom! Boom! <laughs> and that's when the referee stopped it. Okay, so the guy who just won that fight was Danny Christie. Alrighty, and Terry Brazier was the guy that just got knocked out. Let's see, and yeah, Brazier was winning, landed seventy-two of his of, of his punches, right? Um, um, strikes in the clinch, right? Landed landed more of those, fifty-two of his thrown, 61, 85 percent. The other guy only lasted, only landed twenty-eight of his of his thrown thirty-eight punches. Right, like he was he was th he was throwing more, and he was landing at a better percentage. Just got caught. I told you he was winning. Just got caught. I couldn't put that with dude down. What did I tell you? Somebody was going down in that third. I told you somebody was going down in that third. They were not coming out of that third. <laughs> I told you that. Now let's let, let's move on to the third place team. You know, we currently in the. Rankings. Is the Denver Broncos, Denver Nuggets. Right, they have a record of 34 and 16 over this past week, right? And they take on the New Orleans Pelicans, Golden State Warriors, Atlanta Hawks, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Have a very busy week with four games on their schedule, and four games that they can very easily lose. This is going to be a test to the New, um, to the New Orleans, to the Denver Nuggets. Let's see how they come away of this one. I, I honestly don't have a prediction. They should beat New Orleans. They should beat Golden State. They should beat Atlanta. They should beat Denver. Honestly, they should beat everybody. 
on this list. Maybe they don't beat Atlanta. But, uh, I mean, um, the, the, the Golden State Warriors, if the Golden State Warriors plays everybody, but the Golden State Warriors have been struggling their damn selves, so they should be able to catch them. I'm sorry, you're, you're the two-time former MVP. Go ahead and show. I know, I know the Golden State Warriors are the champions, but, you know, you're MVP. Like, show them that you're trying to break into that next level and take out all of these guys, to be honest with you, if I'm, talk, if I'm looking at Denver. Boston Celtics, they dropped down one spot from number one down to number two of record of 36 and 15. Their next two opponents are going to be the Brooklyn, one minute left, the Brooklyn Nets and the Phoenix Suns. Um, I thought I pretty much see them beating both these teams too. Brooklyn will have enough firepower and uh, Phoenix is going to be a good game. And then 76ers take on Orlando twice, who they, um, who they should be. Then they take on the San Antonio Spurs, who they should beat. And also the New York Knicks, who they should beat. Even though the New York Knicks just recently beat them. Because, you know, New York Knicks just play hard sometimes. And they and, and they give themselves a 50-50 chance. We'll see what happens here. We'll see what, we'll see what happens if Joel Embiid puts on the kind of performance he did against against Denver and and Joakim Noah that time when he put on 40 on him doing step back three pointers. I'm out of here, Mighty Sports Podcast. Play my outro. Nah, you know how that goes. Stop it right now. <laughs>